somebody's favorite radio program. The Tony Bruno Show. The man chosen to save American radio from its horrible future. He didn't invent radio. He just perfected it. Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Parental discretion is advised. The godfather of sports radio. It is a final. Here is Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. Howdy again, children. Welcome to a taco-less Tuesday. Or as uh, the great Ryan Adams would say, a vegan taco Tuesday, if you can have such a thing. We'll get to uh, Brian Adams later on, Harry, in our rock block. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Miss Robin here all together again on a day when I feel, Harry, that sports will never return. You know how every day we yeah. talk about one day I feel yep. good about it, mm-hmm. the next day I don't think it's going to happen. Today, Tuesday, May 12th, I don't think it's going to happen. Because every sports writer or columnist in America says we really shouldn't play sports anymore. Right. And Dr. Fauci went before a Senate committee in Washington, and he pretty much said that, you know, hey, I did tell you a couple weeks ago that you can go on Tinder and hook up and have sex but I don't know about playing football or playing baseball. So I don't know who to believe anymore. I certainly don't take my medical advice from Peter King or any other sports writer or columnist, with all due respect. But I just don't get. And again, I'm not one who says go out there and start playing tomorrow with no protection, no safety, none of that stuff. But I don't understand how sports writers who need sports to write about unless they're ready to retire and can be bought out by whoever they work for and then just go in retirement, like a lot of people have been forced out of the industry, yeah, right? They've right. been forced out of the newspaper industry, the television, radio. Uh, you name it, people are losing their jobs. Not just sports people, but a lot of people are losing their jobs. But sports writers, again, I'm not, I don't want them to be rah-rah cheerleaders and say, yeah, let's go out there and play right now, boys. No, but it's, there seems to be a lot of doom and gloom when yes. it comes to some of the major big-name columnists. You know, I mean, I was reading Jay Mariotti Yes, today. We, we had Jay we, on the we show. Had him on. He's got more doom and gloom in yeah. the last couple of weeks. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it now, really can is. I, can I just bring up the fact, when have you ever – gone with the norm when have you ever listened and not had your own opinion about something i have my own opinion about everything that's why i have always done this this way and again i'm not an open every see there's no middle ground unfortunately there's the extreme nuance anymore yeah Yeah, yeah, exactly i love nuance we may play a little block of nuance later on i think joe c has their album is that yacht rock radio Uh, no 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 yacht rock radio (laughs) but my point is why don't you just like ignore everybody else's doom and gloom and stay positive. I, I do. Well, it's that, tough, that's what we're though. doing. It's hard to do that, though. I'm with Tony today. I'm, I really? vacillate back and forth. You know, some days I'm really positive, looking forward to, you know, when the, the PGA Tour starts and then baseball is going to get going July 1. And then I read this baseball proposal and then I read five columns that say there's no way it's going to happen because the players will never agree to it. And it's interesting because, you know, we get a list every day mm-hmm. of pretty much every major newspaper column. And it's sent to us. And I just read the headlines. And every columnist, it seems, and if there's one out there who's not saying just open up and start playing, but looking at this as, you know, we really can't do this. We need a vaccine, which could be 18 months away. Maybe. 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 Because Dr. Fauci said it it may take. There there are still still 
viruses that don't have a vaccine. Right. So if everybody's taking the words of the same people who said, you know, once we flatten the curve, then we can start reopening stuff. And some states are and some aren't. Again, I'm not telling you I know more than anybody else. I don't know. I know just as much as any of these other strappers who write newspaper columns or who tell you facts that aren't in existence. I just want to, I want positivity. And every day there seems to be more and more negative stuff. Mm-hmm. And I understand baseball yesterday, we told you about the owners, and now the players are meeting and voting on it. The bottom line, we're going to have uh, Adnan Verk's going to join us in our second hour. He's with the MLB Network now. He's a Canadian. Canadian, eh? Yeah. Canadians are a big theme on the show today, I think. Well, no, we're not. The one Canadian has been bounced. Well, right, but no, Brian Adams is. Uh, you have oh, yeah, Brian but he's Adams not coming update. on the no, show. But no, but yeah, there's an update. For I'll him. make a mistake later. Maybe he'll calm down, and we'll see what happens with Brian Adams. But that's not, yeah, he's Canadian, <laughs> but Adnan's Canadian, of course, and uh, Troy Aikman's not Canadian. No, he's, he's going to be on the show today, right? Yeah. And also, Sean Salisbury, he's not Canadian. He's going to be on the show later on today. He's from Texas. Damn right. So we got a lot of good stuff going on. The bottom line is the baseball situation. Now it's going to become an ugly game between the owners and the players. And it always is. Mm -hmm. And especially this year because you have players saying, we don't want to go out there and bring our families. So now they've changed the plan. And the plan would be playing them in home stadiums with no fans. Right. But the biggest problem here, because it's really a convoluted story, and people who have their own problems at home, they don't want to hear. And by the way, uh, Jeff Passan, who used to work at Yahoo, is at ESPN, great baseball writer. Yeah, yeah. He's got an incredible breakdown, like 52 ways to look at this baseball negotiation between the owners and the Players Association. Yeah, it was too much for me to read. And it's very, you know, your head explodes. I know. But he does a great job He's of breaking good. it down. Yeah. And he looks at both sides of the issue, and he sees who's got the most to lose in this. And certainly, both te- both sides. The owners, meanwhile, don't have to go out and go into hotel rooms and travel the country during the virus. Mm-hmm. And they're not making any money with no games. They can't open a ballpark. And even if they do, they'll have no fans in the stands. Right. So they're going to grouse about, well, I don't have the ticket revenue coming in as an owner. So, therefore, I can't pay 50-50. Concessions and all that stuff. Yeah, all that stuff goes yeah. away. And, again, I'm not taking sides here because both sides have a lot to lose. The players have a lot to lose, even if it's only going to be 50% of their salary for a shortened season, a half of a season. Yeah. They still know that the eligibility for free agency – that's going to be hurt if they don't play a half a season. Maybe the owners can see it and say, listen, because of all the situations, all these players, you know, we're going to give you the full season credit towards your eligibility, you know, for free agency, right. which is what players That's want. That's a big after. deal for players. Absolutely yeah. it is. Yeah. And the safety is a big deal for everybody, not just the players, but the owners and the families involved. So it's really an art. You can see both sides of the argument. But the also thing I can see, Harry – is both sides lose. Because go back to 1994, and I remember it vividly. I was at ESPN, and baseball shut down in August, remember? Mm-hmm. In 94, yeah. Because the owners wanted to implement a salary cap. And the players said, hell no. And the players were so de- steadfast against the salary cap, they said, we're going on strike. They went on strike in August, and there was no baseball, no, no World Series. No there was yeah. no World Series champion. And so... That was a different – that was a labor dispute. Mm-hmm. This is not really a labor – it's a combination labor dispute and way to try to figure out something that's never had to happen before, which is how do we play baseball and make it safe, not just – obviously the fans in the stands are still a long way from happening, but the players involved, the coaches, everybody who's around, and the families of the players, like Sean Doolittle says, you know, uh, my wife's got asthma, mm-hmm. and even though we're going to be quarantined together – 
what happens, you know, I come in, I'm getting tested all the time. So there's a lot of legitimate concerns from the athletes involved. And even the UFC guys who are out there beating their brains out and they're going to fight again on Wednesday night, they're getting ripped by columnists. Oh, those guys, what did they do? What did they do? They didn't prove anything. Because people are saying, hey, it's good to see some live sports back. So no matter what you do in this world, Harry. You're going to get criticized. You're going to get criticized. Yeah. What do they think they're doing? What are they? What's Dana White thinking? Selfish. Yeah. What's Dana White thinking out there? Not realizing that the that the fighters are tested, mm-hmm. the fighters agree to do this, and they get paid to do this. Right. Nobody's holding a gun to their head. And who else is being who's who else is being threatened? Whose life is being threatened by guys fighting in an empty gym with doctors standing by and all the other important things that have to be done for this to work? This is not a rant. This is just basically me trying to under- and wanting to be good every day. I want to feel positive every day. I don't want to be bombarded with negativity. If I wanted to do that, I'd just sit, up, sit at home and watch cable news all day <laughs> and have people telling me what to think one way or the other. I try to think for myself. But we got a lot of good stuff today, Harry. we got a lot of football news. Troy Aikman's going to join us. We've got, uh, we got the NBA and China once again at odds. <laughs> Did you see that story? And we have a couple of big things that happen on this date in history, which we'll get to later on. And yes, Harry, NASCAR returns this weekend. Darlington, South Carolina. You going to be watching that? I'll watch a little bit of it. Sure. Sunday? I mean, Sunday, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be playing watching golf, the maybe. Golf. Well, yeah, probably. But <laughs> Sunday. So Sunday. Harry went Sunday. out and played golf, and it was 42 degrees and blustery, and he yeah. goes out and plays golf. Yeah, it was, it was, it was cold this morning. I, but, I mean, wait, I got to give you one of those. It was awesome. It was a wonderful day. But I will be watching that uh, Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy thing against yep. uh, Ricky Fowler and Matthew Wolf. I'm interested in that. And you know, we'll actually have a choice on television. Mm-hmm. You'll have NASCAR. I know. You'll have golf. I'll put the NASCAR on the small TV. And Maybe the, the Bundesliga. One. The Bundesliga is right. starting this weekend. this weekend. The EPL is going to start in June. Now you're getting me pumped up again. See? Because we're, that's what we're... We're here for sports, right? Okay, and if leagues are leagues have determined that it's safe enough for their athletes to go out and play, I'm going to watch it. I'm not going to sit here and denounce the leagues and denounce the athletes and the groups who put this together and say I know better than you. Though you listen to me because I'm on the radio. Yeah, you listen to me, EPL Bundesliga. You listen to me. Wow, that sounds so familiar. You've got to stay shut down. 18 more months. Forever. I, I don't know if I'll make it 18 if we're months. If eight, we're shut down for 18 months, <laughs> I mean, what would you do? Seriously, what would you do? Same thing I'm doing every day here. I'm still going to go out. But, I know. mean, let's say, you know, in 18, if there's no sports, how does sports radio survive for 18 months? I know I will survive. <clears throat> we're yeah. good? You, you, think I'm gonna, you think I'm worried about, we've been doing it for six weeks without Yeah, but sports. we're also doing it on the guys that sports is coming back. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. No, we're not. Well, I am. I have full <laughs> faith. I'm, I'm thinking the NFL is going to be playing in September and college football and all that. I have full faith that you will be able to continue talking about nothing for another. Really? Yes. <laughs> Listen, I've made a career out of talking sports and having fun doing so. Right. And so we will still have at least discussions about sports. Some sports will come back. I don't believe we're going to be shut down for Remember 18 months. Remember back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> and now i got people ripping me again. Joe Eunice's remote, who's about one more tweet away from being blocked. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, no. Could yes. that happen on the show today? It could happen. And if it does, you will be the first to hear it right here. 
for Tony Bruno and Harry <laughs> Now, what did he say this time that, that has him on the verge of being blocked? I don't even want to read it. You don't even want to read it? I'll read it, it to right. you. You want me to read it? I'll read it right now. Joe Eunice's remote. Joe Eunice used to be one of our producers. I love Joe Eunice. And I love Joe yeah. Eunice, too. But Joe Eunice's remote is not the same. No, he's, no, just, another, not the guy. Not he's just another guy with a fake Twitter account who uh, has issues. But then again, so do most people on Twitter. People will say, I have issues. Harry, I really thought your insertion into the show would have tamped down the old man's shaking fist at the cloud-style rants a bit. I know you're trying to steer the ship back to fun and hijinks versus the above-60 Facebook rant kind of vibe. What does above that even mean at the end? Above-60 <laughs> Facebook rant kind of vibe? Oh, okay. So I, oh, no, now I get it. But you're not on Facebook, and you don't rant on Facebook, no, do you? No, no. He's, he's saying that because I'm over 60. Oh, okay. He should feel bad for me because I'm in that, I'm in that, uh, that age group. That is vulnerable. Right, right. So shouldn't he be feeling sorry for me? And also, I'm I think vulnerable, Harry. He should be concerned yes. about you. At least I don't have Governor Cuomo telling me to go into a nursing home. But also, we have established that your mental age is definitely not the same as your physical age. And who ha- who's who gets it back to fun and hijinks more than this reporter, Harry? Exactly. That's I mean, you is made, that your job to get it back point. to no, fun and hijinks? That's your job. I mean, you made your bones on fun <laughs> and hijinks. Damn right I did. And uh, banging cheerleaders. But that was a different part of my life when I was younger. <sighs> you know what someone once said? I think it was Ricky Nelson. You can't please everyone, so you gotta please yourself. That's garden party. I went yes. to a garden party. Yeah. Not this summer though, because they'll get arrested. Well, you gotta sit six <laughs> feet apart. And that makes that garden party no fun. And wear your mask. <laughs> Troy Aikman's gonna join us next. How about them Cowboys? We'll talk to Troy about the NFL, what's going on with him and the Dallas Cowboys. That's all still ahead. It's Tony and Harry having fun. Motivation. Hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into ghost sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and experience what top-performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit GhostSleeves.com and use discount code BRUNO for 20% off. GhostSleeves.com, discount code BRUNO. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code BRUNO. GhostSleeves.com, discount code BRUNO. Relax, let's have some fun out here. This game's fun, okay? This is Mike If you've missed a minute of Sports from the Sidelines on MLB Network Radio, catch every episode on demand with the SiriusXM app. It's athletes and executives talking to athletes and executives. Hear former All-Stars Dale Murphy, Don Mattingly, Tim Raines, and Steve Sachs break down baseball in the 80s. Trevor Bauer, Matthew Boyd, and Tyler Glasnow talk pitching in 2020. Rockies broadcaster Jenny Kavnar leading a roundtable discussion with the most influential women in baseball. Don't miss Sports from the Sidelines, available now on the SiriusXM app. Search Sidelines. We'd all like
like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products. Manufactured right here in the U.S. We offer super portable one-ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super-sized pump bottles for home and office. And protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code radio for 10% off today. Forcefield.com discount code radio. The skills you develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you a head start on your career. Gain practical experience with technology and equipment that will give you a leg up in the civilian world. Learn critical leadership skills and to be part of a team. Serve your community and your country part-time while earning money for an education. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn about the paid training and career opportunities available to you in the Army National Guard. The Tony Bruno Show. Tony Bruno and Harry Mays on Sirius XM Channel 211. I might be the only sports host who was hired during the no sports lockdown, which clearly means I'm an essential service. Join me Monday through Friday where we help you escape the monotony and bring a little levity and entertainment into your lives. Great interviews, lots of laughs. We will bring you everything you need and want to know. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. Overcoming great challenges like COVID-19 requires great cooperation. This is Dan Hilferty, CEO of Independence Blue Cross. Most of us never imagined we'd be facing an outbreak of this magnitude. But in the face of this challenge, hospitals, public officials, and business leaders have come together. Through effective cooperation, these leaders are taking steps to keep us safe. Slowing the rate of infection from the virus will help hospitals care for those who need attention most. Remember... Stay home. Leave only for essential needs. Stay informed from sources like the CDC or Department of Health. Take a break from watching the news. Stay well. Exercise and practice self-care to make sure you're physically and mentally fit. In our great region, we have a tradition of caring for each other and cooperating to get things done. We'll do it again now. For more, visit ibx.com COVID-19. Together, we will beat COVID-19. Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape, the same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code RADIO. Listen to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Tony and Harry awaiting uh, Troy Aikman. While we wait, Harry, we have breaking news out of Los Angeles, California. Hello. Not this part. This place is okay, I think. San Luis Obispo, California. Hello. This is not affected. San Luis Obispo, California is not in Los Angeles County. Is this good or bad news? Well, it depends on how you look at it. Okay. Los Angeles County stay-at-home orders will now, with all certainty, be extended for the next three months. What? Says the county public health director. Barbara Ferrer at a meeting on Tuesday afternoon. That's it. 
closed down all, all of Los Angeles County. So let's wow. see, May, June, July, August. You're basically going to be it will not it will be a not forget about endless summer. <laughs> it will be a summer that never happened. My God. On the West Coast. Is Troy there? Not yet. Okay. Wow. Now, so there the, you have it, Eric. Now, the governor's not even saying this. No, this is the, uh, the public health director. Well, it's, what does she know? Well, she's, she's, she's I, mean, uh, I don't know what she knows, but she said it would only change. She doesn't make the call. She says it will be extended. So she basically she's recommending mm-hmm. that it be extended. That's what it sounds it's like. It's a good thing Troy Aitman got out of there a long time ago when he was at UCLA, and then he went to the NFL. And now he's not even in L.A. anymore because they're shutting it down until the middle of August now. Hall of Famer, Dallas Cowboy legend, and a guy I haven't talked to in a long, long time. But we finally got a hold of him, the great Troy Aikman. Troy, how you doing, man? I'm, I'm good, Tony. How you doing? Not as good as you. I haven't been on Jerry's <laughs> boat. Now, have you been on Jerry's? Yeah, well, I haven't either. No, <laughs> I have not. You've I'm never not. been? Wait. I've seen it about as, uh, as up close as you have, just on TV. Well, how is that possible? That's how has Troy Aikman never been on Jerry's yacht? That's an outrage, right? I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That's okay. Now, I'm not sure Jimmy Johnson's been on it either. Well, I, I could, I could see that. Have you been on? Have you been on Jimmy's boat, the Five Rings, down in Miami? I have. I have been on that boat. I've been on it several times. Yeah, that's a pretty good setup he has out there. Now, was it safe to assume? I don't like to draw conclusions or speculate on this show, Troy. But uh, yeah. is, is there bad blood between you and, uh, and, and, and Jerry Jones? No, 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 there's not at all. Um, no, I, I guess, though, there are, there are some times, uh, you know, with this, with this profession that I'm in that, you know, not, you know, sometimes I think everybody is left wondering uh, why some things are done the way they are. And, and, uh, and so I tend to question those things and, and that usually takes up a, a pretty good headlines when I say something, even uh, as innocently as it may be. Troy Aikman with Fox, of course. So, first of all, I got to ask you about your, you know, your home situation. You know, we had Joe Buck on your partner last week. You know, Ernie Johnson. I mean, everybody involved in the sports world, especially prominent people like you guys. You know, you, this is something you're not used to. Now, I know you're in the off season normally, but football right. has football business has been going on. But the actual now thoughts about practicing and OTAs and all that stuff's out the window. So what's going on in your life right now as all of this is happening around us? Yeah, you know, Tony, pretty much uh, the same as what's happening, uh, you know, with everybody else. Uh, we've got four teenagers here at the house, two of which are seniors. So, you know, we're in the middle of that and knowing how many, uh, you know, great memories and activities and events that these kids are missing out on, high school seniors as well as collegiate seniors and and so I've got, uh, you know, my daughter is, is graduating, uh, has graduated, I guess, with the exception of they did a, they did a, a parade around the school last, last week, and they've pushed the graduation back here until July, at least for this school. So we're hopeful that that is able to go through. And then will she start college uh, on time? She's going to be going to Washington and Lee. And, and then I've got another junior who's going to be a senior, and, you know, how will that affect her? So that, that's been the biggest uh, part, I guess, of, of my days is, is kind of helping her navigate all that's going on within her schooling and, and, uh, and that. And then just working out, staying here at the house, uh, watching some film, getting ready as best I can for the NFL season and, and wondering like everyone else as to whether or not it's, it's going to happen. It's, 
you know, the timing of it as it relates to the NFL, uh, you know, probably couldn't have been better in the fact that the season ended and now they've got this whole offseason. They weren't impacted like the NBA and the Major League Baseball and so many of these other sports. And at the time, I was saying, wow, I can't imagine that we're not back to some normalcy by September. But, you know, with each passing week, it seems like uh, there there may be more and more precautions than what I had initially believed when all this broke out. Yeah, I was mentioning the story of the commissioner, the public health director. Now, she hasn't officially made it a shutdown through for the next three months. She says if, if things don't change, she could see that the restrictions will stay in place in Los Angeles County, California, for three months. And so every day I try to be positive. <clears throat> I'm looking for – I feel good one day about sports happening, and the next day I come in here yeah. and I'm thinking, wow, we're not going to have – baseball now it looks like they're going to be fighting for a while, and there's going to be a drop-dead date where they can play. The NBA, who knows? So many people are saying don't play. And then you have, uh, you know, then you have hockey where nobody's saying anything in that league. So it's really, really yeah. crazy. And I, I, and I know you look. I know you're a positive guy. I'm a positive guy. But do you go like on this roller coaster every day, like the rest of us, not wondering one day you're feeling like something's going to happen, the next day you think, oh, oh, it's not. Yeah, a little bit, I guess. That's uh, it's kind of part of it. And I'm kind of a news junkie, so I'm constantly watching the news and hearing everything that's being said. I, I don't know if that's. Uh, good or not but it's just i i i don't know i think everybody obviously has an opinion on this i think there are certainly those that are are very susceptible and uh and precautions need to be made and then you know at the same time i I do think there's some validity in in trying to balance okay how do we keep as, as many people as safe as possible and yet at the same time address uh, the economics of it all and the impact that that's had and how that's affecting a lot of people's lives as well. And you listen to some people, and, and maybe that's affecting people in a more negative way than the actual virus itself. So uh, I, I, I tend to, even though we're at a time when everything tends to get a little bit politicized, uh, I, I tend to look at the good uh, from both sides as to what's happening and, okay, how can we come to an agreement that kind of tries to, as I said, keep people safe and yet at the same time open up some business because, Tony, I'm afraid that if this continues for another three, four months, like you're saying, like they're potentially uh, claiming out west, that you know people are going to get restless. We've already seen that in other parts of the country, and, and, and I just don't know how much longer people are willing to adhere to the stay-home policy. All right, well, let's roll it forward to the fall, Troy. A 425 start, Cowboys Stadium, Eagles and the Cowboys. <laughs> And the building and the building is absolutely empty. Have you pondered that yeah. reality? <laughs> uh, actually, I have, and, and I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know how that works. You know, I was talking to my bosses uh, there at Fox, and and you know, I don't want to say more than I probably should, but it's but but they're looking at they're looking at different ways as to how that can be handled if, in fact, that's our reality and. And obviously something would have to be done in order to make the experience at home worthwhile. I think we saw that during the draft. And you know, if you're at home watching a football game and there's nobody in the stands, that, that has a, a huge impact on, on the viewing experience. It has an impact on us as broadcasters in, in trying to, to call that game and, and create an excitement uh, when there's not much to be found you know, within the stadium. So... Uh, I, I think that the necessary steps will be made. I, I think it would, 
I, I don't know that those at home watching it would would be able to tell a big difference. But I, I look at it more not so much from my perspective, but really those players uh, that are out there playing. And, and I've seen a number of guys who have commented on, you know, how that might feel if that becomes a reality. That would be different. Uh, obviously, they go through that in practice, but it's a little bit different than when you're in a big stadium and if there were no fans there, uh, so much for home field advantage. Mm-hmm. You know, wherever it is you have to go play, it's, it's not uh, nearly as daunting. I, I know that – I don't know the economics of it for the owners. I know that that would be a, a lot of lost revenue, but would that be something that the, that the owners might just simply say, hey, we're not going to play if, if there's no fans in the stands? I know some colleges have said that, some commissioners – uh, I haven't heard a position by the NFL or the owners on that front. I think everybody's just kind of, you know, holding pat and not really getting into those scenarios until they absolutely have to comment on them. John with Troy Aikman, Tony Bruno, and Harry Mays here. Miss Robin hanging out, waiting for things to happen. Troy, the uh, the other thing is they're in the Metroplex. Everybody's on DAC watch. So you're, you're obviously closer to the situation. One day it's this amount, that amount. They're not going to get it done. They are going to get it done. That's one thing that can happen here is the negotiating process can continue with Jerry and Dak and his people. Do you think this gets done before the season starts? Even if the season doesn't yeah, start, they have to get it done? I, I, I believe that it will. I, I think both sides want to get it done. Obviously, Dak wants to get it done, but the Cowboys do as well, uh, in my opinion. It seems to me that that the real sticking point right now uh, isn't so much the numbers. I think the numbers that have been offered have been really good. Uh, it seems that the, the sticking point is whether or not it's going to be a four-year contract or a five-year contract. Jack wants four years. The Cowboys want, want five. It, it, you know, who will prevail in that regard, I guess, is the only question. I, Tony, I'm not, so, I'm not so sure there's a, a Dak watch. I mean, there's a lot of things to be watching right now in the world and in Dallas, Texas, but – but Dak's going to be he, – he's, he, he, by many standards, by most standards, he's extremely wealthy already. And uh, no matter how you cut it, whether he gets a new deal or not, uh, he's, he's hit the lottery. He's going to be just fine. So I'm not, I'm not too worried about Dak and his future. What, what was your thoughts when uh, you found out that Tom Brady was no longer going to be a Patriot and he ends up in Tampa with Bruce Arians and, and then an Rob NFC Fra- team so they, can get to, they get to do well, Tom right, Brady Tom, games yeah. more often. You'll, they'll be, Troy will be in Tampa quite a few times, <laughs> I imagine, this year. Yeah, we, we've actually we've got – we're not in Tampa, but we're in New Orleans with the Saints hosting the Buccaneers on opening weekend. So uh, we've, we've got them on the schedule quite a bit, uh, all the networks do, and – and uh, I, I'm excited about it. I, I, I'm looking forward to it on, on two fronts. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing how, how Tom Brady does. Uh, it'll be different for him. I, I think that in a lot of ways it's, it'll be refreshing. I think for him to be, what, in his 20th season and to get a chance to, to start fresh and kind of have to prove himself to a different locker room all over again, it, it's part of it. And I'm, I'm sure he's reinvigorated about it. And then, in uh, in New England, I think that as much as as, as Tom and, and Bill have accomplished together, I, I guess that's the only thing left for, for both of them is to kind of prove that they can win without the other, and they're both going to get that opportunity. And I still think New England's going to go on and, and, and be very successful, and, and I think Tampa's going to, you know, they're already as one of the favorites for the Super Bowl, and I 
Uh, I don't think that's misguided. I, I, I think that is uh, probably as it should be. They, they get, you know, one of the best tight ends to ever suit up in, in Gronk out of retirement, so that's good. They've got a lot of weapons. And, uh, and I think Bruce Arians is a, is a good fit uh, right now for Tom and a chance for Tom to do things a little bit differently from what he has been doing for so much of his career. And I'm excited about it for him. Talking with Troy Aikman. Troy, of course, uh, Dallas is always a big story. And, you know, they made, they made some changes. New head coach, McCarthy coming in. Uh, you know, that was a pretty long run for the former coach, yeah. Jason Garrett. And so what's the vibe there? Because, you know, we're not hearing a lot about Mike McCarthy. Everybody's talking about Dak, obviously, and the draft and C.D. Lamb and all the other stuff. But it doesn't seem to be – I don't know because I don't live there and you're down there. Is there any buzz about Mike McCarthy? Um, not so much right now. There, there, there certainly was when he was hired. And, and the only reason why there's not much buzz is because there's just not much going on, you know, with football, as we know. But uh, I, I think it was a great hire. I have great respect for Mike. I got to know him when he was in Green Bay. Uh, his resume speaks for itself for what he did in, in Green Bay. And, and, and now uh, he gets the chance to – Kind of mold this football team uh, into the one that that he envisions. He's got a lot to, a lot to work with. A team that underachieved a year ago, really talented, and uh, and a really talented young quarterback. I, I think that uh, when Mike was available and the Cowboys were looking for a head coach, and he was interviewing, I, I thought it was, I thought it was, a, I thought it would be a great hire. I didn't think it would happen, though. Quite honestly, I, I just didn't know. I didn't foresee it being a great fit for Mike, and I didn't see it being a situation that the Cowboys uh, would get comfortable with Mike during that process. And so the fact that they were able to, uh, I was was thrilled about because I think that I don't know that the Cowboys could have hired a a better uh, guy for this football team and a more qualified guy for what he had accomplished and where this team feels that they're at. And, uh, and the belief that they're on the cusp of doing, doing some really great things. And as you know, I mean, it seems that we've been saying that for a long time, but I do know that uh, this is a team that has a lot of talent. And last year that became the big question is, is they struggled. A lot of people here locally were questioning, well, well, just how good is this roster? And as someone who gets a chance to go around the NFL and see all the teams, uh, there's not many head coaches that wouldn't have traded teams with Dallas Cowboys. And, and, uh, and so Mike steps into a really good situation with some established players and some really great players at some key spots. What's your assessment of Joe Burrow and uh, the fantastic year he had at LSU, now uh, taking his talents to uh, Cincinnati? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of his. And it just seemed like, you know, I didn't study him a whole lot, uh, did not work the draft, but as a – as, a, as an educated fan, I guess you could say, watching him last season, and it was pretty remarkable that the game just never was too big for him in the, on, on the biggest stages, you know, when it seemed like, okay, well, now he's kind of up against the wall a little bit. He'd come out and he'd answer, and uh, he was phenomenal. So I have not had a chance to meet him. I, I've seen a number of his interviews. I like what I've seen of him. I think he's a confident guy. I think he's well-trained. Uh, he's going to a place, uh, you know, in his neck of the woods there in Ohio and in an organization that has had their share of uh, problems, you know, and, and he gets a chance to kind of be on the ground floor and turn that thing around. And I'm, I'm hopeful that he's able to. I think there's 
you know, every year it seems that uh, there are quarterbacks, top prospects that everybody is really high on, and then we all watch and see how those careers unfold. And I've said many, many times that there are a number of, in my opinion, great quarterbacks over the years that have just simply gone to situations that hasn't allowed them to reach their full potential. No fault of their own, but whether they just don't have good players around them, they don't have the right coaching staff, they don't the organization, for whatever reason, just doesn't know how to bring along a young, talented signal caller. There, there are a number of things that go into to being able to be a great player uh, as a quarterback, and I'm hopeful that this is a good fit for him and he gets a chance to step in and, and realize his talents because it's, it's someone who's been on both ends of that Came in as a rookie, number one overall pick, and, and really struggled. 0-11, my rookie year as a starter, first couple of seasons, not very good. And and then we got on a run. It, it, this is a really great occupation when when you're winning. And when you're not, it uh, doesn't matter how much money you're making. It's as miserable as it can possibly be. And, and so I pull for all these guys. I pull for all players to reach their potential, but especially these quarterbacks because there's so much attention that's paid to them and expectations and and I'm hopeful that Cincinnati is able to put the right pieces around Joe and allow him to reach his potential. Well, last thing, Troy, and that, of course, is the NFC East. The Eagles found a way to win it because nobody seemed to want it last year. And, and they got <laughs> Carson Wentz to play most of the season. They made the playoffs win the division. But this entire NFC East division has really improved, you would think. The Eagles, obviously, they would yeah. think got better. Cowboys, as you mentioned, with the weapons now for Dak. And then you look at Washington with a quarterback now and another chance with a new coach. Uh, every single team in this division looks like yeah. it's going to be a, 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 a more competitive and hard, and tougher fought race to win that division this year if they play, of course. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I agree with that, and I, I think that that's. Uh, I, I know that there's 32 teams that, as we talk right now in May, they they all feel optimistic and and they all feel that they're going to be better than they were a year ago. I, I think. You know, even New England, having lost their franchise quarterback, I'm sure that there's an optimism there that believes that that they can be better than what they were. And I think that's just natural, That's as it should be. But I, I do agree with you that evaluating the NFC East objectively, uh, not that some of these teams didn't have anywhere to go but up, but uh, I think that they have gotten better. And, uh, and I think that some of the moves that have been made within the coaching ranks will probably be good for some of those teams. It would appear going into the season that it's a two-team race with the Eagles and the Cowboys because of what they've done the last couple of seasons. But uh, I think that the Giants uh, and or Redskins uh, will step up and probably surprise most people. I expect, I expect them to certainly be better than where they were a year ago, and I think the division will be much more competitive. One last one. You were winning your championships during this time, but the last dance is the best sports television yeah. that we have right now. Yeah. I'd love to get your perspective on it because, I mean, this was when uh, you and the Cowboys were also winning during MJ's time. Yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. I, I've been all over it and, and following it. I've, I've had a chance to play some golf with Mike uh, over the years and, and, and know firsthand how competitive he is and, I just think it's so well done, uh, the behind-the-scenes stuff, and to get a chance to kind of go behind the curtain and, and see what all went into that dynasty and, and how they held it together and the demands on all of them. Uh, and it's, it's impressive. I've always held uh, Phil Jackson in really high regard. Um, I've been a huge fan of his. I don't say that about 
a lot of people, but uh, he's been everything that I thought that he was, even at the time when they were going through this. He's just such a, a great leader for that organization and worked so well with the different personalities. It's been impressive, and all those guys. I think there's a bit, but, you know, having been on a, a, a great dynasty myself, there's some sacrifices, and there has to be some unselfishness that comes with being a part of something like that. And, and, and I've seen that firsthand uh, with the Bulls. There's been actually some conversation. Uh, that there's always been a little bit, but even more so now with uh, the success of the last dance about people wanting to, you know, maybe do something on our 90s Cowboys team, which uh, to me there's been enough talk about that and what happened with Jimmy and Jerry and, you know, all that went into the, the, those years. But I, I do think if something was done the way that it's been done with the last dance, I, I think it could be a really great documentary that a lot of people would really enjoy. I think, uh, well, you know, there have been a lot of books written about the Cowboys, but you know how it is. We see, we, 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 we lived through that era, but we right. knew what happened, but we don't, we, and we know, I think we know more about the Cowboys of the 90s than we did about the Bulls of that era when it was happening. Yeah, I think that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah there's, no, there's no question. There's a, yeah, almost to the point. I mean, I, I still get asked, hey, someone's writing a book on the Cowboys of the 90s. I, I'm, like, I'm, I'm so tired of talking about you know, what happened with Jimmy and Jerry and, you know, where did, you know, who cares? I mean, it's 25 years ago, but uh, people do care. And uh, even, even I was just reading today that a number of uh, NFL players that, you know, young guys, you forget how much, you forget how old we're getting, Tony, but, you know, some of these young players that just weren't around to watch Michael Jordan play firsthand and, and how they've gotten into this and, and uh, have really been excited about the series and catching up with, the way that the Bulls were able to do it all, and I think that's great. I, I love it when some of our young athletes are, are interested in some of the history of the sport and those that came before them. Troy Aikman, I've always been a fan, even when he was playing against my Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Troy and I always had this respect thing going yeah, on. I don't know why you fan, ever, Tony. I don't know why you ever liked me, Troy. I mean, I had legitimate reason to love you. You were one of the I, great. You players. know, I, I go way back. I mean, you and Andrew Siciliano, and I just. Uh, I just love the whole approach that you had to radio. I love the honesty. I love the energy that you brought. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I'm, I'm thrilled to be on. I'll come on anytime you ask me to, and uh, look forward to seeing you down the road. All right, Troy. Thank you so much. Hey, good luck with the graduations and stuff. But you have a big enough property. You can have your own party there and not have to worry about you know, <laughs> people in Dallas coming after you and the, and yeah, the governor right. or anybody right. else. Uh, <laughs> And we're back on yeah, in Texas. We'll we're back on all over the place on Sirius XM, SB Nation Radio. So it's great to be back on on the national scene again, Troy. And thank you for coming on. I really great appreciate having it. you back, my man. Thank be you, back. Troy. Thanks, there he Troy. is, ladies and gentlemen, ah. Troy Aikman. Let's put your hands together, Hank. Man, I could have talked to him for another hour or so. I know. You know I love talking to Troy. Man, he is so nice. I'm lucky I got to meet him once, but not for very long. But he's just, he's the ni- he's nicer than you think he is. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Sort of like me, Rob. People don't yeah, realize. Exactly yeah. like you. <laughs> right, right, right. Except I don't have uh, three Super Bowl rings or any of that stuff. But it's funny. All those cowboy guys from those teams that I used to joke around with on the air. Michael Irvin. I have great relationships yeah, yeah. with those guys. You would think that they would all hate me. But they don't because they know that I'm just a regular good guy. I'm just a guy who loves sports and understands rivalries. We're coming back. Tony and Harry, stick around. It is a... Taco Tuesday, yo.
hand washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh industrial grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. And it's manufactured right here in the US. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands and protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. All of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code BRUNO for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com. That's forcefieldproducts.com, discount code BRUNO. Forcefieldproducts.com, discount code BRUNO. Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. I like Frank Gore. I don't look at this and go, yes, yeah, we got Frank Gore. He's 37. We got Le'Veon Bell. Like, Le'Veon Bell, is is he ever going to be what he once was with Pittsburgh? Probably not with the Jets. And the Jets aren't going to be winning more than, what, six or seven games at the most this year? Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. What would you do with an extra $284,783 in retirement? That's how much a local retiree could save in taxes with their IRA and 401k. Thanks to the defensive tax planning strategies from Thrive Financial Services in Philly, who's been featured in the Wall Street Journal. Learn how much money you could save with a free retirement tax analysis. This free analysis can be done over the phone or video conference. If you've saved more than $250,000, be one of the first 10 callers to schedule your free analysis now at 215-987-2450. Hey, an extra $280,000 could go a long way in retirement. Call 215-987-2450. 215-987-2450. Examples are for illustration purposes only. Results may vary. It doesn't matter what kind of weather. It doesn't matter what time of day or night. When Mother Nature's done her worst, the only thing that matters to us is keeping the lights on for you. The hardworking men and women of the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, dedicated to keeping the power on in communities across the country. Because when bad weather strikes, we know what matters most. The IBEW, the power professionals. This, I love it, is the Rich Eisen Show. Brett Favre here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Green Bay's not going anywhere without Aaron Rodgers in the next few years. I think they burned a bridge that's going to be hard to uh, overcome. So I guess my last one for you, Brett, and it's uh, it's a difficult question, but I'm going to ask it yourself. I think he'll play somewhere else. You think he will not end his career as a Green Bay Packer just like you? My gut tells me no. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Weekdays at noon Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. 
We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products. Manufactured right here in the U.S. We offer super portable one-ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super-sized pump bottles for home and office. And protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code radio for 10% off today. Forcefield.com discount code radio. Listen to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the SiriusXM app. Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape, the same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code RADIO. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. And now, of course, the, uh, can we call them the, the rogues gallery on our Twitch and Twitter feeds? You can follow on Twitter at Tony Bruno Show on Twitter and Instagram at Tony Bruno Show 1, right, Robin, on Instagram? That is correct. Harry, Harry Mays? At Harry Mays, T-U. That's Instagram and no, no, no. Twitter. Forget Instagram. What do you mean, forget Instagram? Hey, Instagram is just if you want to see, you know, where I'm playing golf. Nobody cares about that. <laughs> That's just for like. If you want to communicate with you, it's on Twitter. Yes. All right. Yes. Exactly. At Harry Mays TU. And then on the Twitch stream, Twitch.tv/TonyBrunoShow. The people, it's like family. It's like the whole family gets together. We sit around the radio mm-hmm. and we just have a good time. And they you know Rick I mean? McMullen even when he's not on. Exactly. Exactly right. But it's great talking to Troy. I just, I'm surprised. I, I, the first time I ever met him, I mean, I met him when, I was, when I, was, I was at that Super Bowl in Arizona the last time they won. So I was around the Cowboys a lot because Over they the were Steelers, in the playoffs. That one. Yeah, yes, yeah, the, yeah. the Neil O'Donnell yeah. game. And Larry Brown became the Super Bowl MVP right. thanks to Neil O'Donnell. And then he that signed game. a big deal with the Raiders. Exactly. Yep. And what happened? <laughs> Not much. You, you know, they, hey, listen, you have that, hey. one, that one shining moment, so to speak. You'd have a big game in a Super Bowl with a couple of picks. Yep. You're going to get paid if you're a free agent. Exactly. So anyway, it was Good a lot you. of fun. And what do you mean play the nobody cares drop? Nobody cares about what? About uh, what holes he's playing. Who, Harry? Yeah. No, he's talking Instagram. about me. No, he was talking about Harry not being on Instagram because nobody cares what he's posting on there. Right. Now, Courtney Cummings is on Twitter, and she follows me, and she wrote, Hee hee, need some eagle masks? I can send them for you. She's one of, and she's a Washington Redskins fan. Okay. Courtney. Now she's an adult uh, film yes, star. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And a for, friend for of those the show. who are not aware. Exactly. In fact, she's the only woman or the first woman that ever bought Robin a lap dance. Oh yeah. In Vegas. Yes. We were in a club, and Courtney was there. What was the name of that place? It's one of the uh, it's Sapphire. Club. Sapphire in oh, Vegas. Okay. Did you ever go there? Yes, yeah, so incredible I have. establishment. I've been there. Yeah. It's closed right now though. Mm, right. <laughs> you can just drive by and wave, pretend you're there, or go out to Portland where they have the drive-through. Mm-hmm. Strip it, clubs. It actually made an appearance in the show Bosch that I'm watching. Oh, Is really? Sapphire? Sapphire, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah it's, Would it's, you like to know my first impression of my first lap, lap dance? Uh, okay. I didn't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> I seriously, like, I... That's true. I have pictures. I, <laughs> no. I, I was, I was like, well, because uh, they're like, it's yeah, right yeah. there. Yeah. And you just, yeah. uh, 
So Robin and I are sitting there at these tables, and, and it's not right. like the girls are like, it's like 15 stages, one main stage, mm-hmm. and then the other girls walk around, you know, and say hi to everybody, and you yeah. sit down. And she came by, and she said, oh, Robin, let me get you a dance. And the girl that she got to yeah, give Robin a dance part. was her first dance, yes. too. Oh, really? So, yes. yes. Everybody's so talking she... last dance. We're talking about the first oh, dance, man. So it was Not hysterical. the last dance. Because I'm, I'm just like, well, I, and I'm looking around like, uh, what do I do with my you hair? you got to like, work those details yeah, out pre-song. Right. <laughs> and then, and so I said, I, I don't know what to do with my hands. Do I leave it on? Like, they, they didn't yeah. even have an armrest. So right. she's, you know. And so I was like, ah. She's the armrest. And, and then, and then I, I. I was laughing. I said, "This is. I'm sorry. This is my first lap dance. I've never had this happen before. And it's, I, I don't know. It's awkward." And she goes, she leans over and she whispers in my ear and she says, "Don't worry. It's my first time too." And you know what I said <laughs> sitting there, Harry? Jeez. Vegas, Vegas, baby, Vegas. That's what I said. That's what everybody says. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Spearmint Rhino better than the Sapphire? Or? No, I think Sapphire is better. Okay. But again, I'm not a connoisseur. Okay. I, I'm not a. I'm not a regular. I don't go to strip clubs all the time. Only when Robin's with me, because there's nothing better than walking into an adult establishment with a woman. Mm. You want to talk about good? That's a tip for all you guys. If if they ever open up again, right. And maybe they'll be closed forever. Maybe we'll we'll never have gentlemen's clubs ever again. Maybe Jay Mariotti. Jay Mariotti should write a column exactly. Are you saying that every man needs a good wingman woman? Yes. Much better walking into an adult establishment with a woman than another dude, Harry. Yeah, that goes without Unless saying. the other dude you're walking in with has a fistful of 50s, 50s. and he can take care of some action for you. Honeys. You need more than that. No, I'm talking about just, you know, for tips. Oh, okay. I don't mean, you know, to go home. What's the matter with you, Harry? Well, this isn't that kind of show. That's what I'm still talking about. You need more than that for tips. A fistful of 50s? Yeah. Yes. Really, huh? Yes. Obviously, you, you guys are champ- not going in the you same kind of establishment. Room, you'll be out in 10 minutes. I don't minutes. go in the champagne room. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, let's get it back to the sports here, Harry. What's the matter with you? Another NFL note. Did you say, how about the Jets? How about Joe Douglas, the GM of the New York Jetropolitans, Harry? Logan Ryan apparently is going to sign a one-year deal with the Jets. Okay. Remember, of course, two Super Bowl rings with the Patriots, went to Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, the guy's been a good player. He has. A local kid from Jersey, right? Right. Isn't he from, like, uh, he, went to, uh, he went to Rutgers, we know that. I think he's from, like, uh, Berlin, New Jersey, down in that area. Okay. The, the, the Patriots have taken a lot of guys out of Rutgers over the years. Yeah. And Logan Ryan, 17, what, 17 interceptions, 11 career sacks. Mm-hmm. Great with the Patriots, and he can play. And the Jets are going to use him as a multiple. They want to use him at safety, but he can play multiple positions in the defensive backfield. It's a good pickup. Absolutely. And he says that the the reason he said that the Tennessee Titans told him they didn't want to give him $10 million for one year, so he moved on. And now the Jets doing a good job quietly rebuilding that team. Joe Douglas, who was with the Eagles for a while, has gone up there, and he's done some some bold moves. He's been with the Bears and the Ravens before that. I mean, he's. uh, He's, he's uh, paid his dues, and now he's getting a chance to do it all for himself. So now you look at that AFC East with the Patriots, yeah. supposedly not as great. I mean, you lose Tom Brady. I don't care how good Jarrett Stidham's going to be. He's not Tom Brady. No. And so now you got maybe you got an AFC East that's up for grabs. Well, Buffalo's going to be pretty good. Buffalo, they're we to know they're going to. Miami yeah. should be marketing better. Miami should be a lot better. The Jets better. should be better, right? And I know the Jets need another offensive lineman. They're talking about uh, everybody wants that the, the one big offense, Larry Warford. They want him because, you know, when you're looking at your team and you want to protect your quarterback, you're looking at the offensive line, and I think that's what the Jets are looking at next. But there's still going to be some guys cut, and there'll be offensive linemen cut. 
and I'm sure everybody wants their teams to do something the same day. But that's not how it works. Well, you know, that's J- not how any of this works. Jason Peters is still available. Exactly, and he wants to play. And so that there's a lot of decisions still to be made. There's a lot of guys out there still looking for work, and there is no work. But sooner or later, the NFL will get back to work with at least some OTAs or maybe some training camp if things get better. Except in California, we now know that oh, the yeah. Rams and the Chargers pretty much should uh, forget about playing football this year. At least the home games. Maybe they'll have to go on the road to play all their games. they got that brand-new stadium. And, again, the story is not – the governor has not decreed that the no. shutdown is going to take three more No, the quote was not from Newsom. It was from uh... – Exactly. And here's the problem with, again, people on Twitter who don't understand how to read a story. The story isn't that L.A.'s been locked down for another three months. The story is that the L.A. County Public Health Commissioner – recommended that if things don't get better, we could be in a lockdown for another three months. So now you look everywhere, and they're, oh, L.A.'s being locked down till August. That's not what happened. She's recommending that if things don't get better, it should be locked down till August. And we'll see whether the governor agrees. So now getting back to the Jets. Yes. Their win total is six and a half for this season. I, I, Are you bullish on them and yes, to go I would, over? Again? Absolutely, I would go over. Yeah. I think that I, at worst they're going to go seven and nine. Seven and nine, that, eight that and eight. cashes you. That that yeah. division is going to be uh, that division is going to be more competitive than in recent years. I mean, Miami's going to be pretty solid. Their win total six. I'm going to have to sit down with the Philly Godfather and start crunching some numbers and throwing down some fistfuls of fifties to get some action because we have a lot of sports, Harry, and if there's sports. And there's lines. You know what happens. You start firing. We got action, yo. Much more action coming up in the next hour. Sean Salisbury and Adnan Burke still ahead. So stick around. We'll talk some baseball, more football later with Sean. It's Tony and Harry. Motivation. Hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into Go Sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a Go Sleeve and experience what top performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit GoSleeves.com and use discount code BRUNO for 20% off. GoSleeves.com, discount code BRUNO. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code BRUNO. GoSleeves.com, discount code BRUNO. Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Maybe the question is, and this is a little little tongue-in-cheek, whose career is in better shape right now, Cam Newton's or Andy Dalton? Cam wants to start. Right, he may be unemployed in August. Yes. By choice and not by choice. Well, he may say, look, I'm not going unless I can start. And a team's going to go, well, we're not bringing you in unless you want to be a backup. I think Cam's just going to wait for somebody to get injured. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Motivation. Hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. 
With Ghost Sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much-needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into Ghost Sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a Ghost Sleeve and experience what top-performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit GhostSleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. GhostSleeves.com, discount code RADIO. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code RADIO. GhostSleeves.com, discount code RADIO. Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Maybe the question is, and this is a little a little tongue-in-cheek, whose career is in better shape right now, Cam Newton's or Andy Dalton? Cam wants to start. Right. He may be unemployed in August. Yes. By choice and not by choice. Well, he may say, look, I'm not going unless I can start. And a team's going to go, well, we're not bringing you in unless you want to be a backup. I think Cam's just going to wait for somebody to get injured. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Back on the scene with the sports talk radio without very much sports machine. <laughs> Not the George Michael sports machine. Great show, great friend back in the day, Harry. Oh, yeah. That it's was... amazing. We, you know, we were talking with Troy Aikman last hour about things that people won't, a lot of younger people don't remember, like the 96 Super Bowl with the Cowboys. Somebody tweeted last week, if you were born uh, before this date, you weren't old enough to see the – you know, you could say the same thing about the Sixers that hadn't won since 83. Mm-hmm. The Knicks fans, 1973. Right. You could say, hey, if you weren't born before, because 1973 is what, 50, 47 years ago? Yep. 47. So if you're, if you're under the age of 55, you probably don't remember the Knicks 73 championship. I mean, I'm, I, I turned 55 in June. Now, I remember that team. Like, right. I started watching basketball. Because you were young, but you were like seven, eight. A lot right. of, you know, a lot of kids, they get impressionable by seeing sporting events, you know, at age seven, mm-hmm. eight. Nowadays, kids are more sharp because they they can get stuff everywhere on right. the internet. It wasn't like that. Yeah, for, back in the day, us. it was you didn't even yeah. have a lot of live games. The NBA championship games weren't even televised. They were tape delayed. I had to walk to school, both it, two miles uphill, both ways, both mm-hmm. ways, Harry. Right. <laughs> With no shoes. <laughs> With no shoes. No shirt, and no service. But anyway, I digress. So. Baseball right now is, is really concerning me, Harry, because it looked good, and then it looked bad. Well, the, the thing, you know, 82 games, I'm good with that. I'm good with a universal DH. I've wanted a universal DH for years. Not me. Yeah, I hate I, the DH. You know, it's just I can't stand when my team has two men on and two out, and here comes the pitcher, and you know the inning's over. And he over. slaps a ball yeah, in the gap it against hardly the ever shift. Happens. Harry, come on, man. Hardly ever happens. What's the matter with it's you? It's a rally killer. Uh, 30-man rosters, I'm good with that. Taxi squads, the 50-50 revenue split. Look, I don't care who makes what. They're typically around 50-50 anyway. The problem is, is you're talking about 50-50 from a much smaller pool because there's no fans in the stands. Bingo. We'll talk with Adnan yeah. Burke about that. He's going to join yeah. us here in a couple minutes. Meanwhile, uh, we talked some football with Troy Aikman. But speaking of the NBA, which we were just talking about, you know what today's uh, anniversary is, Harry? A lot of things on this date. There's actually two that come to mind. Well, the one is most recent. Mm-hmm. One was a year ago oh. today. Oh. 
on this date, where were you on May 12th, 2019, Harry, before the world went to hell? I was in my lair watching as everybody else was on my big screen TV. And depending on where you are, it could have been a man cave Mm -hmm. if you're one of those man cave kind of people. Right. But on this date, Harry, I remember watching it vividly. 76ers and your Toronto Raptors with Kawhi Leonard. Everybody knew he had to be the guy you had to stop. Sixers were competitive. It was a great series. Right here, Wells Fargo Center. Clock winding down. And for the first time in Eastern Conference playoff history, this was the semifinals, we had a buzzer beater. You know, people talk about buzzer beaters. Mm -hmm. You know how rare they are in playoff games? It's very rare. Especially one that decides a series. Yeah, I think it's more, it happens more in college basketball than it does in the NBA. So let's go back one year ago today. Clock is winding down. You got Kawhi Leonard working his way into the corner. He's got Joel Embiid pretty much all over him. Ben Simmons close by. And then this happened. It's off the Leonard. Defended by Simmons. Is this the dagger? The great, you know who that is, don't you? Kevin Harlan, man. Kevin Harlan. Yeah. My man, Kevin Harlan. Yeah. With the four-bouncer. Not only was it just an unbelievable heave, mm-hmm. and it was a rainbow that was going up from the corner as he's falling away off balance. Incredible. Then it hits the ring and bounces four total times before it goes down into the cylinder. It seemed like an eternity. That it really did. hung on the rim like that. And a lot of people, you know, Sixers fans were all, of course, we were massively disappointed, but... Few realize, like, he misses that shot. You still got to go to OT. I know. You know? Yeah. Right? No, that, that, was, that's, that was the dagger. That was the real dagger because it ended it all right there. That was, a, that was almost as big a dagger as sports ending on March 13th this year for everybody because everybody was shut down on March 13th. But that game and the, the great Kevin Harlan with the call. Was that Reggie Miller screaming? I forget. Who was doing the uh, who was with him that game? Um might have been Reggie. Harlan's so great. Oh, he's the best. We gotta get him on the show again, man. You know, he he and I have a mutual admiration society too, Harry. Well, well we know. had him on week one, didn't we? No. No, no, he wasn't able to come on at the time because um, he was told to lay low and not do any shows right at that moment. Is so that I can right? try calling him again and see if they have We gotta get him on again. And yeah. If they on. have allowed him out of lockdown. No, he's allowed out. He'll have special permission. <laughs> special dispensation. He him, didn't last time. So. Just tell him Tony called. Oh, he's like, I, you know me, Tony, or Robin. I would go in and do anything for Tony, but they're telling me no shows, no interviews, no nothing right now. It's an outrage. Just tell him Tony called. In fact, make a call. Put a call into him. We'll get him on soon. Because I just love talking sports with him. Oh, Not, yeah. I mean, he's great at NBA. He's great at football. football. I yeah. mean, he's just one of the best in the business. And he's been for a long, long time. And he does the Fanatics commercials and sells he a lot does. of T-shirts for the Sixers owner, Michael Rubin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Adnan Burke's going to join us now. We mentioned some of the other stuff going on. The other thing that happened on this date, Harry, let's go way back, back into time. 1985, Robin. You know what happened on this date in 1985? We talk about sports fixes and point spread scandals mm-hmm. and Black Sox scandals. One of the... Biggest events in sports that to this day, now how many years is that? 25 years? 85, no. 95, 2005, 2005. That is 35, 35 years. years ago. Yeah. 35 years ago on this date. 
in a cheesy setup in the Waldorf Astoria Hotel in New York City. Which is a great hotel. Oh, it was beautiful. a great yeah. hotel, but yeah. They had this like big, it looked like a little satellite ball. It looked like a ball, not yeah, like a see-through, tip. like a see-through ball. It was ball. a big ball, yeah. and the ball looked amazing, and they had a top, the lid that came off, and then they brought in, I believe it was seven envelopes. And they were kind of big square envelopes. Yeah, they were like yeah. 12 by 12 envelopes mm-hmm. that were hermetically sealed on Funkin Wagner's porch overnight. And then Johnny Carson came out and divine. No, he didn't. Then the commissioner at the time. David Stern. David Stern, early in his reign as the new NBA commissioner, comes out. They spin the thing six times. Pat O'Brien was doing the play-by-play he on was. CBS at the time. Yeah, and, and Stern's turning this thing, right? And the, and the, the envelopes are, are sort of sticking to the side, and then they just fall. Yes. You know what I mean? Like They, they weren't really getting jostled it's around. It's not like ping-pong balls right. at the lottery. It's not like most. It's, like, it's not like bingo. I mean, there's seven envelopes. And they're heavy. They're kind of he, heavy. And here's the amazing part, because if you watch closely, like the Zapruder film, which I did multiple times yeah, today. Yeah, you broke it down I frame it by down. frame. I'm looking at the envelopes, and I'm seeing, you know, the com- envelopes are putting in one at a time. And they're pretty much stacked on top of one another at the bottom of this cylinder, mm-hmm. this big ball. Then they close the top, and the commissioner spins it six times like a record. And then they play a little uh, Dead or Alive in the background, even though that song hadn't been recorded yet. You following me here, yes. Harris? So, so the, one of the envelopes gets put in, and it's not put it stacked on top like the rest of them. No, it's kind of pushed to the side. Yeah, the guy yeah. who's stacking the envelopes is putting them one on top of the other, and then the last two envelopes, one of them he puts up on the side, uh-huh. and the second one is right beneath it. So they close the door, and if you look carefully, one of those two envelopes, the side, the top, you know how the corners? The corner. has a little bend in it. Mm-hmm. So then they turn it around, they flip around, and then David Stern reaches in, and you watch his face. He sort of like breathes deeply as he reaches in and feels around for the frozen envelope, Harry. <laughs> and he pulls it out, and the rest is history. The second pick in the 1985 NBA draft goes to the Indiana Pacers. The horseshoe works. Basketball is back in New York City, my friend. There, that's David Stern then saying the Knicks have it. Dave the Busher went up there. Former Nick Great. The crowd went wild. And David Stern had pulled off one of the biggest. This is a bigger. Now, do you believe to this day that that it was a a rigged lottery? Yeah, I do. I do, too. Because you know why? The New York Knicks, they needed something. Sure. And back then, the NBA cared about the top markets. They wanted the Knicks and the Sixers mm-hmm. and the Celtics and the Lakers to all be good. And the, even though the Bulls, that was, pre, that was pre, before Jordan, you know, there were, there were the glamour franchises. Well, he the, was there. He was in Chicago then. Yeah. But he was, like, very young. Absolutely. Yeah. But the point is, they needed New York. And mm-hmm. the draft's in New York. And it's the Waldorf Astoria. And the commissioner has the envelope. And then since then, they don't show the envelopes no. anymore because they don't even do that well, same system. They don't system. do envelopes anymore. They do, do stupid they? ping pong balls in a back room somewhere, a smoke filled room. And and now don't they bring the media in? There's select media that get that get access to that whole process to watch process. over it. Yeah, it's to a watch over it. And it's even a bigger there's scam now. There's an accounting now. firm guy there and all exactly. this stuff. But like you remember who got second? Indiana. Do you remember yeah, the, the, they, look, the look on their representative? I don't know if it was their GM or who he was. He was massively disappointed. Because that's how they did it. They did it with – they counted it back like Casey Kasem would do, count it backwards. Right. And then once the Pacers got the number two pick, that's what everybody, everybody knew. Everybody knew the Knicks. So ba- basically, 
the, the drama was gone because Stern didn't even – everybody knew the Knicks got the number one pick once the Pacers were the number two. And the number two pick was Wayman Tisdale the great the Indiana Pacers. A great player and also a great bassist. Right. Multiple Grammy Award winning artist, and we lost him a few years back. But, my, but that the, – the, and by the way, even though Patrick Ewing was there, you know what happened in his career – Michael Jordan mm-hmm. got in the way, too. Yeah. Because, you know, he was great, and the Knicks were a really, really, really good team in that era. Well, and Olajuwon, too. And, yeah, you had they Hakeem met, they in, met them in Houston. in the finals. There's this Wayman Tisdale. Give me a little Wayman Tisdale. Plucking, a, plucking on that bass. He's got a good groove to it, man. Listen, to, that's, that's what I love about plucking basses. Because, right. you know, bass is normally background. But when you lead with the bass. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm playing a little bass right now, ladies and gentlemen. Not Ashley Tisdale, no. You know who was a great lead bassist? Who? John Entwistle from The Who. That's that good guy knowledge played right there. That is good bass knowledge. Song. Tony, who was the uh, player that came in studio when I first started working with you? Was That that wasn't Tisdale, was no, it? No, Wayman Tisdale was on when I was on Mornings with Andrew back in the day There in was LA. another... Was it Bernie Williams playing the guitar? Bernie Williams has been in studio. Yeah. yeah. Great, great. Uh, he plays acoustic guitar and electric guitar. You know what I'm saying? Spanish guitar, too. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, you know who's going to join us next? The great Adnan Verk. And I got something to ask him. Because unlike Troy Aikman, mm-hmm. he is basically slumming it right now, like yeah. pretty much everybody. Well, kind of like you, Tony. Yeah, exactly. Although you are a little bit more trim than Adnan right now, yeah, if, that's the, if that is a current photograph. He's going to join us next. We're going to talk some baseball, because he's at the MLB Network now. And what are they doing? Other than re-airing games and trying to figure out. Now, of course, he got these negotiations going on, so a lot of ears on the MLB talks between the Players Association and the union, the uh, the owners. The owners yesterday said, yeah, we got this plan. Let's do it, boys. Mm-hmm. Come on. And then something went terribly, terribly wrong. You know what that's called, Harry? Negotiations. <laughs> that's what went wrong. Everybody thought, oh, yeah, the player's going to want to play. They're going to jump on this. Mm-hmm. And as the great ESPN college football guru would say, not so fast, my friends. You know what I'm talking about, Harry? Tell about the coach, Corso? Lee Corso is the correct answer. You need a pencil when yeah, you say that, exactly. too. Not so fast. Adnan Burke from the Major League Baseball Network. We call MLB because we're tight. He's coming up next with Tony and Harry. Stick around. Hand washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh industrial grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. And it's manufactured right here in the U.S. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands and protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. All of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code BRUNO for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com that's forcefieldproducts.com discount code bruno forcefieldproducts.com discount code bruno 
If you've missed a minute of sports from the sidelines on MLB Network Radio, catch every episode on demand with the SiriusXM app. It's athletes and executives talking to athletes and executives. Hear former All-Stars Dale Murphy, Don Mattingly, Tim Raines, and Steve Sachs break down baseball in the 80s. Trevor Bauer, Matthew Boyd, and Tyler Glasnow talk pitching in 2020. Rocket broadcaster Jenny Kavnar leading a roundtable discussion with the most influential women in baseball. Don't miss sports from the sidelines, available now on the SiriusXM app. Search sidelines. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products manufactured right here in the U.S. We offer super portable one ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super sized pump bottles for home and office and protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code radio for 10% off today. Forcefield.com discount code radio. The skills you develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you a head start on your career. Gain practical experience with technology and equipment that will give you a leg up in the civilian world. Learn critical leadership skills and to be part of a team. Serve your community and your country part-time while earning money for an education. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn about the paid training and career opportunities available to you in the Army National Guard. The Tony Bruno Show. Tony Bruno and Harry Mays on Sirius XM Channel 211. I might be the only sports host who was hired during the no sports lockdown, which clearly means I'm an essential service. Join me Monday through Friday where we help you escape the monotony and bring a little levity and entertainment into your lives. Great interviews, lots of laughs. We will bring you everything you need and want to know. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. Overcoming great challenges like COVID-19 requires great cooperation. This is Dan Hilferty, CEO of Independence Blue Cross. Most of us never imagined we'd be facing an outbreak of this magnitude. But in the face of this challenge, hospitals, public officials, and business leaders have come together. Through effective cooperation, these leaders are taking steps to keep us safe. Slowing the rate of infection from the virus will help hospitals care for those who need attention most. Remember... Stay home. Leave only for essential needs. Stay informed from sources like the CDC or Department of Health. Take a break from watching the news. Stay well. Exercise and practice self-care to make sure you're physically and mentally fit. In our great region, we have a tradition of caring for each other and cooperating to get things done. We'll do it again now. For more, visit ibx.com COVID-19. Together, we will beat COVID-19. Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape, the same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code RADIO. Listen to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the SiriusXM app. Welcome back to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on SiriusXM 211. We try to keep you up to date, informed, amused, entertained titillated whatever you need 
titillated to make it through. Well, that's why Robinson, she gave you the, uh, remember the popsicle story yesterday? That kind of grossed me out, actually. Hey, it's women. It was, we were talking, she talked, she does the women's stories so that people can't accuse us of being, of being, of being sexist dirty old pigs. men. Exactly. <laughs> See? Anytime you can take some other way of people to, c- to rip you because they claim that you're doing something that's offensive to women, mm-hmm. you always let the woman do the story exactly. that's offensive to woman. I figured that out 10 years ago when Robin and I started working together. That's genius. Do we have the great, uh, a man who I've known a while, but I opened up his Twitter feed today, and I said, damn, you talk about a man in isolation and self-distancing and doing everything else, but certainly not shaving. I'm not shaving, Harry. I look pretty raggedy right now. But this man, Adnan Burke of the MLB Network, Adnan, what the hell is going on in your house, man? Tony, great to be reunited, my friend. The key is this. If we live in a profession where so often you're wrapped up in your own vanity and self-absorption, and everything is about hair and teeth. So when you have a situation like this, an unprecedented one, a quarantine, a pandemic, no one's going to work, everyone's working from home, I said, okay, let's indulge ourselves in some self-loathing. Let's look about as unappealing as possible, and let's just let it go. And I shared that with the entire world. There's gray everywhere. It's airy. It's unkempt. I want people to look at me and go, oh, my God, what's happened to him? And clearly, that was your reaction. Yeah, and I, and I know you, so I mean, I, I, I look at me. I mean, I don't, if I don't shave for a week, I look like a hermit. But you, I mean, that's, I wouldn't say scary, but <laughs> have you been to an airport lately? That's what I want to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely showering every day and cleaning my clothes and all that kind of stuff. But the visual, the, the physical experience, excuse me, I look like a visual nightmare. And people have, have been ranging from uh, DiCaprio and The Revenant to Tom Hanks and Castaway. I adore Pacino, as you know, so I want to get that Pacino Serpico look. So I've still got some work to do. Now, how long since you've shaved then? Uh, March 6th was the last day shaved. I was wow. on air for NHL Network, and I said, okay, let's go two months. So two months. It's unbelievable. So you kept the no-shave November thing going <laughs> all the way into May. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to keep it going until literally I have to go back to work. Like, I hope that Major League Baseball will resume this summer, and then I'll be able to have a four-month beard that I will. I don't know if I can actually have the guts to do it on the air. I'll probably just post the picture the day before. And then shave. Although, you know, the idea I'd love to do is this. I mean, if I really have any guts, I'd do this. I would shave half my face and then go to work and then just insist that the camera only get me in certain shots. So, like a, a profile shot, and people would think I had to shave and just screw with people the entire show. I don't have that kind of clout, but I'd love to do that. Well, Adnan, based on Dr. Fauci's latest, you're going to look like Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is great ZZ Top knowledge there, Harry. Oh, yeah. I mean, it could be pretty scary. You're right. I mean, what's crazy with all these different permutations and ideas is that nobody knows anything, right? Like, it's so hard for people to go, are we going to have baseball? Are we going to have bats? we have hockey? I have no idea. Like, I, I'm just going to – just let me know, right? Give me the bat signal. Tell me I'm going back to work, and I'll be there uh, in a moment. So. The great Adnan Burke, MLB Network. He mentioned he does uh, some other stuff, too. And so where are you holed up now? Are you in uh, – what part of the country? Yeah, we moved from uh, Central Connecticut to now North Jersey, so we're just uh, outside the epicenter, about 18 miles from Manhattan. We're in Bergen County, uh, where a lot of people work in New York, a lot of New Yorkers reside. Uh, so I actually never have to go to New York City. Uh, MLB Network, AHL Network is in Secaucus. Right. Uh, Secaucus. So that's where we, 
No, yeah, exactly. It's Sea Caucus. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sea Caucus, as the locals tell me. The first time, by the way, I ever I ever heard of Sea Caucus. By the way, was Joe Pesci and Goodfellas. Yeah. Remember the very famous "What do you think I'm funny?" scene. The scene starts by him saying, "I'm going to visit my cousin in Sea Caucus," and then he goes into the whole story. And then you know the whole well, you know what am I funny with Henry Hill, which is so good. But yeah, I'm never actually in the city, but here in North Jersey, obviously we've been hit hard. So we just barely leave the house, man. Me and my kids, we play catch outside. We throw a football around, and that's about it. Now, now you know, you know what everybody else knows, but you know a little bit more because you work there and you hear news every day. And so yesterday when the owners said, yeah, we like this, we can get this thing started, let's talk about uh, another spring training couple of weeks in June and then 4th of July weekend, boom, baseball's back, and then the players get it. And then their associations, like, not so fast, my friend, as Lee Corso would say. And I always have to use that yeah. uh, to, uh, to commemorate the great Lee Corso. So we're now going to be in a situation where this is, we know it's always going to be about money. And now this thing's going to be, the thing's going to be bogged down for a couple of weeks. And I, I, I figured it out this morning. We really have two and a half weeks to get this thing done, or it's going to be pretty much, that's going to be the absolute drop-dead date to get any way, shape, or form a little spring training thing started by June 10th, which is what would be needed to be happening before they actually could play on the 4th of July, right? No question. We've got to put the cart before the horse. You know, my dad texted me right away. He goes, oh, great, baseball's back. I'm like, hang on a second. Exactly what you said, invoking the great league course. So, you know, let's just slow our roll here. Because, you know, life's a negotiation. It's give and take. Jimmy Hoffman said that years ago. And so we all know the owners are going to give their first offer. The players are going to counter proposal and we'll go from there. The reason I have optimism is Jeff Passan, who does a great job, obviously, covering baseball for Houston, has said, listen, there's incentive on both sides. You know, there's three things that drive anything right now, particularly for Major League Baseball. There's money, there's politics, and there's incentive. So politically speaking, you know, one of the ideas they had was about being in Arizona or Florida or Texas. You know, all GOP governors, all states that were very clearly willing to get going with the economy, whatever your opinion on that is, that was definitely in the favor of baseball. Mitch McConnell's calling... You know, Mr. Manfred and saying, listen, anything you need from me, let me know. Let's do this. Money, as you point out, the players have been paid. You know, that's, that's been my whole thing with basketball and hockey. I don't know if they come back. But baseball, like all these guys got a little bit of money split apart in April. Other than that, I mean, it's easy to say, oh, Mike Trout makes $30 million, or Clay Kershaw makes this. A lot of these guys are, you know, 25, 26. And I don't want to say they live in paycheck to paycheck, the average American. But they're not thinking about retirement. They're not thinking about things. And they were not expecting if you've been playing four or five years in the majors, oh, wait, I may not get a check for an entire year. I've got two cars, a couple of houses, whatever, whatever. So I think a lot of guys have the incentive to go back to work because of the money. I don't want to say that they need the money, but they would like to have the money, of course. And then it gets down to urgency and incentive. Now, on an altruistic level, I'm sure Major League Baseball would like to say, hey, years from now, isn't it nice we went through this horrific chapter in American history and we were able to come back and really try to, in some ways, as phony as sentimental as it sounds, heal the nation, bring people together, et cetera. But ultimately, like what you said is, it's got to work for both sides. And so the players, Tony Clark was very clear and saying, hey, listen, we're not going to go with this. You know, this is a salary cap in our opinion. We're going to go back to the table and figure it out. But what Jeff Passon's article said in the what was this. It would be a real shame if this didn't happen because of money. And you've already turned people off before. There's still a ton of fans, Tony, as you and I know. I'm from Canada. I have a ton of Montreal Expos fans who swore off baseball forever after what happened in 1994. So I, do I really think that the players and the owners would say, listen, do we really want to alienate the fans again by saying we had the go-ahead from Dr. Fauci's people, we had a plan in place, governors were on board, et cetera, and we couldn't do it because of money? That would be an awfully, awfully bitter pill to swallow. So you're right. 
June 10th was the idea. We still got a little bit of time to play with, but I wouldn't be um, – I would be cautiously optimistic at this point in time. Hey, Adnan, what kind of uh, cues are they taking from what's going on over in South Korea and Taiwan right now with their baseball? Yeah, I think they definitely looked at that situation and said, okay, listen, it is doable. Like for, for the people who are doomsdayers, they know they could never do it. Well, no, they could do it. Clearly, there are countries that are doing it. In South Korea, if you look at you know what happened with, with America, you know, very similar in terms of when the cases came, but they were able to shut things down. Of course, we have not been able to do so. But... You know, I was watching the game tonight. I was laughing at the cardboard cutouts. I mean, it, it's funny to look at. For those who haven't seen it, Carl Ravitch, Teddy Perez were calling the game uh, on ESPN in remote locations, which, by the way, we could have this year. Mm-hmm. You know, Joe Buck could be calling the game in St. Louis. It doesn't have to be wherever the game is. So that's one way to eliminate TV crews, et cetera. But uh, Carl and Eddie are calling the games. Carl lives in Connecticut. Eddie lives in Florida. And they had literally cardboard cutouts in the fans. Rather than empty seats, you had cardboard cutouts. It looked hilarious. But... You're like, okay, fine. So I think, you know, baseball can look at that and say, hey, if, if at some point, I think we're going to come back with no fans initially. I think everybody agrees with that. But later on, could you social distance, and rather than 40,000 at Yankee Stadium, could you have 8,000? You know, is that at least doable with masks, with gloves, and you, you, you section off the seats and it's six feet apart? Can you do that? Maybe, maybe not. The big thing, I think, that this doesn't matter if you're looking at Korea or Taiwan or whatever, but basically baseball is willing to try new things. Right, this idea about the universal DH, why not? Let's go playoff teams from 10 to 14. That will increase playoff revenue. Why not? In terms of the schedule, I don't know how many people have looked at this, but there would be a lot more reduced travel. They would like to have literally teams just playing in their geography, right? Mm-hmm. So AL Central is playing NL Central. It's wherever you are closest to, that's how the schedule is going to look. Let's reduce air travel. There's no Yankees-Dodgers games that are going to happen this year. If anything, try to have games that you can bust to each other's locations. You know, to have a lot of Mets and Yankees and Mets and Phillies and teams that are close together, the Nationals, et cetera. So I like the fact baseball said, listen, let's try things. Let's try to make it as advantageous as possible. And the good news is with Korea and Taiwan, listen, the games are happening, whether or not people were expecting them to or not. Yeah, we had our buddy uh, Book Shabi on last week getting ready for his first game, you know, remotely. And he's done games remotely. And a lot, a lot of soccer games that you see on American television are done by a guy sitting in a studio somewhere in the northeast United States and the game's being played in Turkey. You know, I mean, that, that's how it happens. Yeah, there's no question about it. I mean, for, I think people are always surprised by that, Tony. I've, I've called a handful of college basketball games when I was at ESPN, and I was literally in a studio in Bristol. I said, oh, this is going to be so tough to generate the atmosphere. But, of course, you can do it. You just look at the monitor, and you can follow your stats, and you're playing off somebody else. You've got a smart producer in here telling you what to do. I mean, there's, there's no question television-wise it's going to look different. But that's, that's obviously one of the biggest reasons to do this. I mean, Tom Berducci, my colleague that will be network at Core Sports Illustrated, was pointing out the fact that you get 35 to 40% of revenue from, you know, concession stands and parking, et cetera. So with that out of the pie, you're doing this for TV, but there's no reason to doubt the TV numbers would be huge. I mean, look at the numbers the last dance has been getting. I mean, you're just bathing in nostalgia from 22 years ago. People can't get enough of it. They're just so desperate to actually get some content on TV. I mean, people are watching UFC who are not mixed martial arts fans. I'm going to be watching NASCAR. I, I could do the left turn all day. I'm like, all right, fine. I'll watch it. Any sort of sports we can get. Soccer and the EPL could be mid-June. I mean, if you didn't get baseball back, those TV numbers are going to be robust. Adnan Burke, whose sports knowledge, hockey and baseball knowledge, is only surpassed by his in movie by, knowledge. By his movie knowledge. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Your move. You should have. Have you done any podcasts? Like, I know yeah, you're big does. on movie, and I know you do some shows. Are you doing anything regularly? To spit? Yeah, I have a cinephile podcast, which is on Apple Podcasts. C i n e p h i l e. You can subscribe, rate, and review. 
It's so funny. My whole life, I never wanted to deal with anything that was actually concrete and important. I only had two interests ever, and those were, of course, sports and movies. And somehow I've made a way to actually make a living at both. I, I feel like I'm a miracle unto myself that this habit of watching movies and watching sports has actually generated income. It's the best. You like the mob movies, though. See, I was never a big mob movie guy, but you're a big mob movie guy. I am. Huge mob movie guy. The way that started was, you know, my mom said, let's watch a movie, but she never said, she was, I want to watch something without any violence or nudity or swearing. I said, oh, my God, how the hell am I going to find that? So we'd go watch old movies together. And so very quickly, she didn't care about subject matter. She just didn't want to have that stuff in there. So I said, okay, let me find something tolerable. Okay, fine. I can watch The Public Enemy. I can watch Maltese Falcon. So I got big into Bogart and Cagney. And I loved all their movies. And naturally, as you guys know this with sports, you know, I love Al Pacino. So the first time I saw an Al Pacino movie, I believe Carlito's Way is the first one I saw. Then you go, okay, i got to watch everything this guy's ever made. So you go back and you watch The Godfather, et cetera. And you're, then you read, oh, Pacino's influenced by Brando. Let me go watch everything Brando's ever made. So it's, it's just like with sports. You say, okay, this athlete reminds you of Willie Mays. Or who's Willie Mays? They look it up and read about it. Same thing with movies. Uh, those mob movies had a big appeal for me. And, of course, Goodfellas. I mean, I think Goodfellas is the most eminently watchable movie ever. I have been shocked and aghast that there are people who have tweeted me saying they've never seen Goodfellas. And I said, please, even to your point, if you're not a mob movie fan, I think Goodfellas transcends the genre. Carlito Briganti. It's a fantastic well, uh, movie. Way, yeah, by the way, great beard in that movie. Oh, incredible. Just incredible. Like, that's a good-looking, manicured beard, playing a Hispanic guy. With, with Carlito's Way, two incredible sequences, one in the pool hall where he's dancing around with a trick shot knowing he's in serious trouble, and two, and that's De Palma at his best, the last ten minutes. Sometimes De Palma's not great with dialogue and it gets a bit clunky, but you just give him a camera and a bunch of atmosphere and go, and when Pacino is being chased through Grand Central Station, that final 15 minutes of Carlito's Way is spectacular. And Sean, Sean Penn is just outstanding oh. in that flick. As much as, that's a great point. As, as much as I love Al, yeah. the guy who probably steals the movie is Sean Penn. He is so funny as Davy Kleinfeld. He's got the fro and the coke habit and the glasses. <laughs> He's clearly having a lot of fun playing a guy who is a you know just a nerdy lawyer who is now a wannabe gangster. He's hilarious in that movie. Now we have a lot of people watching on Twitch, and uh, one of our friends, uh, Beach Babe, uh, that's not a real name. Uh, she's had some ideas for baseball without fans, you know, because there's going to be foul balls hit if they do play, and then just yeah. get a bunch of like shelter dogs to go chase the balls and bring them down, and then and do some sort of a charity event, right? And now, would they be worried about the dogs getting COVID? Because apparently, some some dogs have. I don't think that would be a dangerous situation. No, I don't think so. But I think that would be great. You know, you have you do a combo mambo. You have the the dogs catch the foul balls, and then. Um, since people are watching it on TV, it can be an adoption event at the same time. How much is that yeah, doggy in there down the left field line? Watch that doggy. <laughs> he got it. <laughs> listen, Tony Perez would love it, of course. Famously nicknamed Doggy. Eddie Perez is that. And listen, if that would add some atmosphere, I'll take it. Like, could you imagine a, a critical 3 2 pitch rather than the stands being erupting with noise? You'd have the dogs start barking. I mean, it would. Give new meaning to Dog Day afternoon. I would just pray for having a bunch of afternoon baseball games, and the dogs would be having a blast. Now, of course, uh, now people, you know, because there's local radio guys who do like Goodfellas questions every day. It's not just about Goodfellas with you. You know all movies. There's only some radio hosts who just uh, talk mob movies all the time. But you're, well, you're beyond that. mob movies. No, no, no question about it. I mean, the, the key I find is that you know, just like with sports, 
And I always felt this is the key getting into the business. You guys know this, especially if you're doing talk radio. you you got to know a little bit about everything. It's mm-hmm. just in case it may pop up. So similar with movies, I always felt like, hey, learn a little bit about everything and make your greatest strength your weakness. So even if it's going to be a little bit painful to watch Jailhouse Rock, we'll do it so that way you can say you've seen an Elvis movie. You know, even if from here to eternity doesn't float your boat, well, you know what? Sinatra's great. You want an Oscar, you'll, you'll find some appeal in it. So that's the key for me is to be able to watch all across all genres. I mean, listen. A few years ago, I thought two of the best movies of the year were three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, which is a gritty crime movie. It's a good Francis movie. McDormand, Sam Rockwell, and Oscars. Yeah. yeah. And then Shape of Water, which I thought was a beautiful film, and people found it very polarized. You know, what is it? It's an alien fish man in love with her, and I thought it was a beautiful film. It was a fantasy. It was an homage to Creature from the Black Lagoon. So I think if you can have an interest in varying movies like that, like movies, as Roger Ebert once said, are an empathy-generating machine. Whatever the movie makes you feel like, it shouldn't matter what the genre is. It can be powerful in its own right. So I, I always love the fact that movies can bring about different emotions in you, no matter what or where they're from. Well, what kind of stuff are you digging on in Netflix or Amazon or stuff right now? It's funny because, unfortunately, there hasn't been a lot of new stuff. So what I've done is I've gone back because everyone's got a few holes in their game. Everybody can always say, okay, what haven't you seen? So I've rectified that with a few big ones. I finally watched Hitchcock's North by Northwest, which is as sensational as everybody will tell you it is. Mm-hmm. The Cary Grant crop duster scene, obviously, I was well aware of. But now that I've seen the whole movie, James Mason, I mean, uh, Martin Landau, I mean, that, that's a terrific Hitchcock movie. I've never seen De Palma's Cary. What a horrifying scene. It's just basic. God, mm-hmm. the first scene in the shower getting taunted. So now I've seen Carrie. I can knock that off the list. But they did but a the remake of that. The remake sucked. That's the one thing about trying to remake, like, Hitchcock classics. The ones they've right. remade aren't even close to as good as the original. Oh, to that point, one of the worst movies ever made, and it's funny you mention this because I just recorded Psycho again the other day. I've seen it years ago. I haven't seen it in a while. The remake of Psycho is one of the worst movies ever made. Gus Van Sant, who's a good director, Good Will Hunting, and other films of that ilk. Vince Vaughn was in there, right? Wasn't Vince Vaughn yeah. in there? Vince Vaughn stars as the Anthony Perkins, Roman Bates type. And what, there's the worst part about it. It's one thing to make a remake. Go, well, I just want people to see this movie, and I want to pay homage to Hitchcock. But it was a shot-for-shot remake. Like, yeah. what, what's the point of it? Why don't I just watch the original? Why would I remake this movie to have the exact same thing, at least be inspired by this? Listen, Scorsese was a departed. That's a remake of Infernal Affairs. But you go, hey, it's a foreign film not a lot of people saw. I'd like to bring it to a wider audience. And boom, the departed wins that picture, etc. In the case of Psycho, you're right. Just an abomination that Van Sant did the remake. But, um... Yeah, I, I, the, the show that I would recommend, because so many people love binge-watching, I, I, not that I'm averse to it, but of course, movies are my first love, so I don't watch as much TV. I mean, there's exceptions. I love Better Call Saul. I love uh, Barry on HBO. So the show that I watch, and I'm embarrassed it took me so late to watch it, is Succession, which is on HBO. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is sensational, and I did not realize how good it was. I was aware of it. I know people have talked about it. They won the Golden Globe, and Brian Cox is a star, but... It debuted two years ago. You know what I found shocking is this. In this age of social media and spoiler alerts, I couldn't believe my wife and I watched all 20 episodes of Succession over the last two weeks and thoroughly enjoyed them, and nobody spoiled them for me. Like, not once did I know, oh, I already read about this, or somebody yeah. told me this happens. Like, that, that's pretty, that's very rare in this day that that actually happens. If you took it a show, which is an examination of the 1% of the 1%, a mm-hmm. Murdoch-type family, and it is just scathing. It's so well-written and so caustic. Oh, I'll tell you, man, you can tell this man loves him some movies. I watched the first two episodes of that. I didn't really like it, but I've heard it's really good, so I'm going to go back and continue watching it. Adnan Burke. 
Because his last one is success, because you're right, the first episode is excellent, but episodes two, three, and four are middling, and my wife was saying, let's punch on this. I don't get right. it. We're not into it. But after that, it does turn the corner, so okay. it does reward patience. And let me say this. The second season is like a hit from start to finish. Episodes one through ten, you will not be able to get enough of Okay. All right, before we let you go, and i I got to get it back to one last baseball question. Because you're from Canada, you were talking about Expo fans, and of course one of the proposals, which we're not going to see this year, is the Montreal X-Rays. Tampa and the Rays splitting a team. Is that going to work in either city? I, I couldn't imagine it happening. I mean, I love the idea that this even could happen. Like, I'd love to have baseball in Montreal again, and I'd love to go wherever they need to go. There are a couple of issues, one of which, of course, logistically. So let's suppose a guy lives in Galveston, Texas, he hangs up there with his wife and kids. Then he goes to spring training and plays half the year in Tampa and then goes to Montreal. I mean, the, the amount of taxes that you're paying, you're living in three different places. Like, I just think logistically, why would a player want to do that? I could see the players being very averse to that. I'm, I'm sure they've already made noise about it. The other part of it is this, is that, you know, what if the team plays better in one area or the other? Like, what if in Tampa, like, they, they're really good at home, and also they go to Montreal, they stink. Like, as a team, as a fan base, you'd be so annoyed saying, God, once we go to Montreal, our, our season is going to go on the tank. Well, I'd love and that super- as a gambler. <laughs> yeah. but I was going to say, gambling-wise, it'd be funny to figure out, okay, when is it actually home field for these guys? Does it matter? Does it hurt them, et cetera? Um, I, I just love the jersey idea. I just would love to see a split of the Rays and the Expos and figure out what the heck that is. And listen, if it meant it would start towards having a team full-time back in Montreal, and God, something to replace the Big O, which was such an eyesore, then I'd be in favor of it. But Montreal would have to get a new stadium first. That's the big issue. No, I agree with you. And, of course, the Shea Paris and then Tampa Bay, <laughs> Dale Mabry comparisons. Oh, yeah. What, which city has the best uh, gentlemen's clubs? Well, I got to go. Montreal, Shea Paris, or you got to go, you know, Mons Venus uh, in Tampa? I got to go sample Montreal first to make that. You've never been make, to the Shea no, Paris, huh? I've never been to Montreal. It's an outreach. Now, Adnan's a Toronto guy, but he sounds like he has love for Montreal. Is that common up there in Canada? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I find that generally Canadians are not as territorial. I mean, it's like, listen, I'm from Toronto, I grew up there, but I love Montreal, six-hour drive, nice to get away. But definitely, I mean, listen, English-French relations have been strained over the years. I find that sometimes it comes more from the other side. The Francophones, the Quebecers may be more resistant to a bunch of uh, Ontario boys showing up in their city. But for Torontonians to love Montreal, I don't think it's an The great Adnan Verk, you're not getting this kind of breakdown of baseball, hockey... <laughs> Strip clubs, movies. I mean, this is pretty much, you can't have a more complete segment. Part of a nutritious breakfast and all the other sort of things. Adnan, great to talk to you again, brother. Hope everything's all right. Be careful out there, man. Thanks so much, Tony. You guys as well. I mean, we talk about essential workers. This was an essential conversation. I appreciate you. Cinephile is the podcast. Yeah. Make sure you put cinephile. Forget the bottom, the back part. Just worry about the front part. But it's important. Adnan Burke. Coming up, we'll take some calls, too. We haven't opened up the phone lines. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. Are we never going to see sports again? We're coming right back. Hand washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh industrial grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. And it's manufactured right here in the U.S. 
Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands. And protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. All of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code BRUNO for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com. That's forcefieldproducts.com, discount code BRUNO. Forcefieldproducts.com, discount code BRUNO. Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. I like Frank Gore. I don't look at this and go, yes, yeah, we got Frank Gore. He's 37. We got Le'Veon Bell. Like, Le'Veon Bell, is is he ever going to be what he once was with Pittsburgh? Probably not with the Jets. And the Jets aren't going to be winning more than, what, six or seven games at the most this year? Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. What would you do with an extra $284,783 in retirement? That's how much a local retiree could save in taxes with their IRA and 401k. Thanks to the defensive tax planning strategies from Thrive Financial Services in Philly, who's been featured in the Wall Street Journal. Learn how much money you could save with a free retirement tax analysis. This free analysis can be done over the phone or video conference. If you've saved more than $250,000, be one of the first 10 callers to schedule your free analysis now at 215-987-2450. Hey, an extra $280,000 could go a long way in retirement. Call 215-987-2450. 215-987-2450. Examples are for illustration purposes only. Results may vary. It doesn't matter what kind of weather. It doesn't matter what time of day or night. When Mother Nature's done her worst, the only thing that matters to us is keeping the lights on for you. The hardworking men and women of the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, dedicated to keeping the power on in communities across the country. Because when bad weather strikes, we know what matters most. The IBEW, the power professionals. This, I love it, is the Rich Eisen Show. Brett Favre here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Green Bay's not going anywhere without Aaron Rodgers in the next few years. I think they burned a bridge that it's going to be hard to uh, overcome. So I guess my last one for you, Brett, and it's uh, it's a difficult question, but I'm going to ask it yourself. I think he'll play somewhere else. You think he will not end his career as a Green Bay Packer just like you? My gut tells me no. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Weekdays at noon Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and on the SiriusXM app. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top-quality hand sanitizer and all-natural protective barrier products, manufactured right here in the U.S. We offer super-portable one-ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super-sized pump bottles for home and office, and protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code RADIO for 10% off today. Forcefield.com discount code RADIO. 
Listen to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the SiriusXM app. Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code RADIO. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. You know what else happened on this day in the NBA 12 years ago, Harry? LeBron James put it down on KG Kevin Garnett with no regard for human life. Uh, the Kevin Harlan call, remember that? Nice. Yes. God. So that was 12 years ago today? That was 12 years ago oh, in Boston. Yeah, that was in Boston. That was up at the uh, the Fleet Anima Center, which it was called when they first opened that thing, and it's been changed 52,000 times. Meanwhile, back in the ranch, you see the WWE champ Becky Lynch had to forfeit her belt. She is the first wrestler ever to have to forfeit a belt in wrestling due to pregnancy. Yeah, pregnancy, right. She's, right. Uh, she and Seth Rollins are expecting their first, first child. No word on whether it's a bouncing baby girl or a back-flipping boy yet. Wow. We'll wait for the, uh, the decision on that. Let's go to the phones. Let's go out to Northern California where the girls are warmer because they probably have a fever and they're being told to stay inside. Let's go to Simone yeah, they're up there. Warmer, what, all right. What's going on up there, man? <laughs> Uh, bonjour, Tony, Harry, Miss Robin. How are you guys, man? Bonjour, man. What's going on? Hey, thanks for. Uh, first, I want to say thanks for making Mondays great again. I I so look forward to my Mondays now, just because uh, you know, no no Tony on the weekends, so I look forward to. Uh, we should get to hats you guys every day. Make Mondays what? great again. What color should we make the <laughs> there hats? There you go. Make Monday. We'll make if I make them red, then we'll again. be attacked walking right. down the street because nobody. I, I think the Phillies should not play this year because if they walk out. And you're wearing a Phillies hat. You're going to get jumped in some cities, Harry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. That's all right. Hey, I want to talk about the Expos. I love that last. Uh, I'm sorry. What's his name? The guy you just Adnan Verk. The great Ag- Adnan Verk. Adnan Verk. All right. All right. Yeah. I. Uh, I think I told you this before. I'm. I'm a Montreal native. More the great city of Montreal. Yes. And I, I go up there every couple summers. Of course, now, what's right your now go-to? Go. What's your go-to meal when you go to the Chapery? Oh well, oh, I've never been to Chapery. I'm <laughs> blind, so the strip clubs are kind of lost on me. No, no, you can still <laughs> eat the food there. And I, well, I always have to have a smoked meat and a poutine when I go to uh, the great Schwartz. Exactly. Uh, get a smoked meat at Schwartz. <laughs> A great puts in, but uh, yeah, the expos uh, a couple of years ago there were there was a big push. You know, they were selling expos hats in liquor stores, and there was a big push to bring back the expos. I don't know if it'll ever happen, but it crushed me. Uh, 1994 for one, the, the, the year of the strike. I mean, Montreal had they were the in best first record place. in baseball. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Them and the Yankees, best record in baseball, and of course, uh, the Rick Monday home run still haunts my dreams. Uh, in 1980, when he hit that jack uh, in the Big O to knock the Expos out in Game Seven against the Dodgers, I don't know if you guys remember that. No, I mean I, I loved I loved baseball in Montreal. I loved going up there. Now I remember 
I go back. I go back to Jerry Park, and that is a oh, long yeah. time ago. Oh yeah, Jari, yes. Jari. Um, yeah, the Pac Jari. Yeah, before that, <laughs> you had the Montreal Royals. I don't know what league they played in. That was before my time. I remember my dad telling me about the Montreal Royals. I think that was a, probably a minor league team. But anyway, I hope they have baseball up there again. I know they talked about maybe splitting the season with Tampa Bay. Uh, half half the games in Tampa Bay, half game half the games in Montreal. But that's like, what, four or five years down the road. Hopefully we'll be past this craziness we got going on, and hopefully that will happen because I'd love to see baseball in Montreal again. And uh, real quick before I let you go, I, I listened to the call last week with uh, Blind Mike yes. talking about uh, the Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I've, I've, I don't know. Is there a Twitch app, or do I have to go, like, say, on my no, there's Safari an app. on my iPhone? No, okay. it's, a, it's an app. It's both. It's an app that you download, and then you go in there, and then you look for slash Tony Bruno Show, twitch.tv slash Tony Bruno Show. Okay. All right, because I'm, I'm totally blind, and I use a voiceover and an iPhone as well as him, so... I thought if I download the app, maybe I, I've been an iPhone user for 10, 15 years now. Maybe I could kind of navigate and see if it's accessible as far as because the video is lost on me, obviously, in Twitch. But I could, I would love to be able to chime in that way. And I may all download the app later on there and check it out. And if I'm able to have some success with it, maybe I can help uh, blind Mike out there yes, from one there, blind brother to another. Just so awesome. you know, there is an um, audio-only option on the app, on the phone app, and then you can still join the chat room. And then I can hear you guys in between, kind of like the podcast, right? Correct. Yes. You, you can hear yeah, us yelling that, at Robin, yelling at Robin normally. <laughs> and then I sometime, don't yell at Miss Robin. And then sometimes we yell at Harry. Harry yells at everybody. <laughs> and so it's pretty much equal. <laughs> right on. Well, I just want to say, and um, you guys are awesome. I've been listening every day since I found you, man. I look forward to my Mondays. Make Mondays great again, and uh, you guys be good, man. Thank you, Simone. Appreciate it, man. Stay safe out there, NorCal. <laughs> All right. Or NorCal, depending on where you go. Let's go stay out on the West Coast, Harry. Representing Vasu in the house with the Jam Posse. What's going on, man? Hi, Tony. I know every couple of months a phone call to you to say hi. How are you? And I, you know, I, we we keep in touch on Twitch and Twitter. You're on Twitter all the time. I'm, we go back yeah, and forth. I like that. I like that. Yeah, you follow me, and I appreciate that. Hi, Harry. Nice to talk to you. Hey. I've never met you. I don't think. Good have you, follow, to you, have you followed you. Harry? You following Harry at I all? I do follow Harry. Now, I do follow Harry. Does Vasu know of the of this new uh, edict that came out of Los Angeles County? That they're thinking about shutting it down for three more months. Oh, no, I didn't hear about that. I'm in Northern California. Oh, okay. I'm not talking about Southern California. But, uh, yeah, the Los Angeles County, the stay-at-home order, with, with all certainty, in quotes, will be extended for the next three months. According to the public health commissioner in Los Angeles County, that has not been made official yet, but she says that if things don't get better, it could stay shut down uh, for the next three months in Southern California which obviously affects everybody, but when you talk about sports coming back, I mean, if baseball comes back in July and now it's May, and we're talking August, they won't be able to play games at Dodger Stadium, even without fans. Right. Or in, uh, you know, Dodger Stadium obviously would be the most affected. Anaheim with the Angels would be affected. Now, if it's not Northern California, and who knows what's going to happen there, then the Giants and the A's wouldn't be able to play. So I have no idea. That's why I'm feeling more, I want to be optimistic, but each day that passes... We seem to be getting hit with more bad news than good news. Well, here's why I'm optimistic, Tony. I, I hear that story about three weeks ago with the uh, the lab in Utah that uh, that does the blood blood doping testing and the steroid testing. They were doing all the 
tested for the antibodies, and they tested all the employees across the across the Major League Baseball scope to all the employees. And out of 6,000 people, they had uh, less than 1% or about 1% that did test positive. Right. And so if they can get those numbers down, then they can uh, – they tested a bunch of people out here with the Giants that I know, that you know too, that uh, that all tested negative. And so if they can – if they can get it in one area, the 10-team, three-division deals where they can all be in one area, then that might be a possibility. But the spring training part, the second spring training part, is where, where I'm fascinated by it because you can control that environment with concessional employees, and you can train for however long you want, wherever you want. It's just a matter of when other teams come in and when other people come in to, to play you. That That's the part that's uh, concerning. And regarding the L.A. County thing, boy, and you know me, Tony, boy, that's, it's pretty tough to date six feet away. From somebody. Exactly right. I, I saw that. I saw this one woman ran out on the Venice Beach the other day, and they had police chasing her down. She was protesting, saying, hey, "I want to be on the beach," and she was the only person out there. And so, you know, listen. I get we have to be safe, but I think the extremists on both sides are what really are screwing this thing up. You know, let's just, now, for example, no here, for example, here in Pennsylvania, right? One of the things that we've known now for a couple of months is that we have to take care of people in nursing homes. Mm-hmm. That's not breaking news. No. We've known this for months. That's common sense. Right. And so down in Florida, they say they took care of the nursing homes first and the and all those other places. Guess what our governor here in Pennsylvania is doing today? And I hate to get political, but I live here. And I have an elderly mom who thankfully is not in a, She's in a not nursing in a home, home. Thank God. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. But the governor now, all of a sudden, our governor on May 12th says, well, you know what? He's going to start ma- mandating that every person who works in a nursing home and lives in a nursing home be tested once a week. Wow. Well, whoop the damn do, Tom Wolf. <laughs> what a genius it took. Why didn't you wait for another 5,000 people to die in nursing homes before you decided to start testing the people who go in and out every night, by the way? The nursing home people go in. Their families can't even go see them. Right. So the people that are going in and out are the employees. They have to be tested absolutely positively. That's what bothers me is the lack of absolute common sense. Well, there's no way to determine when the uh, there's no way to determine when this when this date started to flatten it or or do anything. So everybody's still on pins and needles. But I got to tell you, Tony, the most passion I've seen in the last three months from you on Twitter has been about Philadelphia politics. It's uh, it well, cracks me up half the time. And because I, I live here, the half the time. and I live I here. It's, it's my city, and i got to run, man. Thank you for checking in, Basu. I, I, you know, everybody can rip the president and rip their senators. When, when, it, when it affects you in your neighborhoods, that's where you have the most impact. Mm-hmm. I, when I criticize the mayor and the district attorney, it's because it's affecting the livelihood of people who live in the city where I live. Not me. I'm speaking for those who have no voices. We're coming right back. You know what else we got, Harry? The great Sean Salisbury. We'll talk some more football. Coming up in the next hour, Tony and Harry. Stick around, kids. Hand washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh industrial grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. And it's manufactured right here in the U.S. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands and protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. All of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code BRUNO for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at 
at forcefieldproducts.com. That's forcefieldproducts.com, discount code BRUNO. Forcefieldproducts.com, discount code BRUNO. Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Maybe the question is, and this is a little a little tongue-in-cheek, whose career is in better shape right now, Cam Newton's or Andy Dalton? Cam wants to start. Right. He may be unemployed in August. Yes. By choice and not by choice. Well, he may say, look, I'm not going unless I can start. And a team's going to go, well, we're not bringing you in unless you want to be a backup. I think Cam's just going to wait for somebody to get injured. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Motivation. Hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into Go Sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a Go Sleeve and experience what top-performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit GoSleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. GoSleeves.com, discount code RADIO. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code RADIO. GoSleeves.com, discount code RADIO. Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Maybe the question is, and this is a little, a little tongue-in-cheek, whose career is in better shape right now, Cam Newton's or Andy Dalton? Cam wants to start. Right, he may be unemployed in August. Yes. By choice and not by choice. Well, he may say, look, I'm not going unless I can start. A team's going to go, well, we're not bringing you in unless you want to be a backup. I think Cam's just going to wait for somebody to get injured. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Answering questions, questioning answers. That's what this is all about. And you don't even have to do the hokey pokey. It's Tony and Harry. Miss Robin in here trying to be positive. Yes. It's hard, Tony. And then something goes terribly, terribly wrong. Don't worry. I will be your ray of sunshine, folks. Hmm. <laughs> Until we have to yell at her about something. But we I don't think, We don't look to I yell. Still, I'm still the ray of sunshine. Now, I have some positive news from the NBA front. Because we know the baseball thing is now all gobbledygooked up, so to speak. Because you got the players are now trying to decide whether they want to go along with the owners, but they're not getting mm-hmm. enough of the. Uh, so they're fighting about money, which, as Adnan Burke, who was on with us last hour, said, that's not going to make any of the fans happy. No, no. The fans don't want to hear billionaire owners arguing with, with millionaire, millionaire players. players. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of players that don't make millions. And there are a lot of minor league players who are going to fall through the cracks. And there are people who work at the facilities and the stadiums. They're all going to be forgotten, too, mm-hmm. as we have more and more people every day saying, well, just let's, just, let's, let's forget about sports. But the bullseye will be on the players if this doesn't get done. The, oh, fan, yeah. the fan base will turn on them to saying that they're greedy or, you know, It'll, it'll, it'll end up making the players look bad. You're right. If they don't play. And remember this 94 season when the players walked out in August because uh, the, the owners wanted them to accept uh, a salary cap. They shut that season down. We were talking about the Montreal Expos, right. you know. And they were great, not only team 
marks that were being achieved, individual marks that season from players that all went out the window. Mm -hmm. They canceled the World Series. And I remember John Sterling, the voice of the Yankees, actually was out of work for that summer. And he came up to ESPN Mm -hmm. and did some radio because he had no games to call. Was he just doing a show? Yeah, he was doing the weekend shows with me and Keith. And uh, so John Sterling became, hey, I'll come up there and let's talk some sports. And so John Sterling was working for the summer with us at ESPN Radio when there was no baseball to call back then. And so now there's nothing to call right now. Well, there are a couple of things. you got NASCAR on Sunday. you got some golf. You've got the Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. You've got more UFC coming up Wednesday night. Now, is that uh, the Fight Island thing? No, no, no. no that's later. Yet. They okay. haven't put that together yet. All right. But there's three cards down there in the same place in Jacksonville, and they're going to do it again on Wednesday night, and I'll await the, uh, the Thursday uh, columns about, what do they think they're yeah. doing? That's one thing you can count on right now, Harry. Mm-hmm. Anytime some sporting event happens, you'll have the the moral conscience of America. Yeah, some sanctimonious writer. Exactly. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with and so we're sanctimonious talk show hosts. Well, yeah, or they, sanctimonious they exist, uh, politicians telling us telling us that we need. So the UFC action tomorrow night, Wednesday and Saturday night. Remember, we told you about the three cards. So it wasn't just last Saturday night, which was the first live real sporting event involving participants and participants who were beating the pulp out of each other, not participants who were socially distanced in the <laughs> ring in the octagon era. Right. So that, 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 I think, was, gave more of a, a sort of a knockout punch to the people who are like, we can't play any sports because you can't be any more close than the fighters, the announcer, or actually, the ring announcer went in later, Joe Rogan. But the announcers were socially distanced in a way. Mm-hmm. But the referee was in there. He was wearing a mask. And so that's what's going to happen as we start see more and more teams or leagues start to do it with safety. There'll be people saying, well, why, why are they doing this? If baseball's not doing it or the NBA's not doing it, why should these other sports entities do it? Don't they want to learn from everybody else? Well, I mean, if the they, It's got to be group thing, Harry. If they can do it safely... Uh, you, you just think like you know, probably more people watched MMA last weekend. Absolutely, than might have ever watched it because there was nothing else on. Like I'm not an MMA guy. Okay, right. I was out on Saturday night. Had I been home, I would have watched it. Yeah, you know, I've, I've been to a lot of MMA events, and so I like to watch it. Do I like to see guys' faces punched out and they no. have to submit? The only kind I look for submission is, you know, when you're wrestling at home. And well, you're, you yeah. know, you're just consensual. Uh, and, you're, and you're not wrestling. really trying to yeah. hurt somebody. You don't right. want them to consent. You don't want them to, re- to say, okay, that's enough. You and don't then, go figure four leg lock. No, do you it? don't. Yeah. yeah. Just a little bit of pressure. Just yeah. a little bit. Just <laughs> a little arm bar, actually. Yeah, a little arm bar, maybe. <laughs> Man, not, not quite figure four, but maybe just a knee wrap. Not real choking. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, uh, just a nice. Uh, anyway. Let's get it back to, uh, to the NBA story that I was talking about. So, uh, according to Cham Sharnia, who's a Sharania, I always mess his name Sham up. Cham Sharnia. Cham Sharnia. Yeah. Why he's can't good. I get. He's very good. He's very good. He's a great NBA writer. He works for The Athletic. He is reporting now that apparently the NBA muckety mucks are going to be getting together, and they're now going to actually start putting together. I hope they don't do this. We're going to put together a committee mm-hmm. who's then going to study. And then we're going to take a couple months and figure out whether or not this guy likes it or the union likes it or the players like it or Shaq likes it or Shaq doesn't like it. <laughs> Shaq already said shut the whole thing down. I know down. he did. Shut the damn thing down. I got all kinds of commercials to shoot. I got to go make money. 
And I love Shaq. Don't, you know, listen, that's why I love Shaq. He tells you what he thinks. Mm-hmm. Are they going to listen to him if they're going to do this? No. But he has a right to give his opinion because he's a Hall of Fame player. And he also said that if they do go back and play like the playoffs and you get an eventual champion, that there would be an asterisk next to, you know, 2020 NBA champion. And there are people who will agree with that. But mm-hmm. see, I disagree with that because they played most of their season. Right. The difference is with, like, the Astros played and they won. Mm-hmm. People don't want to put an asterisk on that because of the cheating scandal, which has now been documented. I mean, the Boston Red Sox paid the price, right? Yeah. And obviously so have, uh, so have the Houston Astros. And they didn't even get to go back on the field other than a couple of preseason exhibition games where the fans were banging on trash cans. and remember taking signs yeah. to spring yeah. trading yeah, games. Yeah. So playoffs... If you have a playoff system and you have the teams that have already have played a bulk of their games in the NBA or the NHL and they go ahead and play it and finish it off, that's, I don't have a problem with that. I don't see how you put an asterisk on it, Harry. No, I agree. I mean, I mean, That would be a legitimate playoff and you played most of the season. Right. Now, baseball, there will be people who argue if they do play an 82-game season that it's going to be not legit. Because it's a half a season, and then there'll be teams that just miss the playoffs who will complain. See, if we had played 162, mm-hmm. you know, that, that always happens. But, you know, Shaq doesn't need the money either. But Shaq is very active. He's got his podcast, and that's what's great about, you know, ha- Shaq having access to the world every day. And every week doing his podcast with John Kincaid, John down, Kincaid there, yeah. down in Atlanta. Anyway, you know who's going to join us coming up, Harry? Sean Salisbury. Sean Salisbury. You know what he's doing right now, other than doing radio and he media does radio. in Houston? Uh, what else? He still does quarterback camps. Oh, really? Virtual ones now. <laughs> so, yeah, seriously, I asked him to come on last week after the draft, but he was busy. He does a morning show in Houston. Mm-hmm. And then in the afternoon, he, he works with quarterbacks, and he's been doing it for years. So what, do kids send him film, and he we'll studies, ask him when he comes down on. the film? People send me films, and I break them down, but you know, it's, it's a little, diff- little yeah. different. But I do have expertise in some areas, Harry, other than radio. But anyway, you're no ad named Verk, though. No, no, his movie knowledge My is critical. It is, it is absolutely. He dazzling. is a cinephile. He really yes. is. Yeah, he really is. And the other thing I noticed out about him is he he doesn't take a breath when he's no. speaking. No, he is the not fastest at all. speaker I think I've he ever does. seen. He does. He rolls, and you can understand everything he says. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic pronunciation. It's good stuff. That's why I love that. That's why we put the quality people on the program there. We're not just putting some strewns off the street on. You know what I'm saying? If you follow me. But anyway, so the NBA news is a little bit more upbeat today since that they're ready to talk. And that's what you want. You need to talk before you get this stuff done. One guy saying, no, we shouldn't have uh, basketball. Another guy saying, yes, we should have basketball. Writers saying, we shouldn't have any sports. Forget it. Screw everybody. We're all going to die. We need 18 more months before we know. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is this. When you have organizations whose job it is to make these decisions with the approval of both sides and the people who run the sport and the safety precautions that need to be taken, who needs to listen to sports writers telling them what they should or should not do or radio talk show hosts or former players? Well, I guess it's like, you know, if you're a columnist and you've got you to put in a couple of columns a week and there's nothing going on, 
you know, your opinion on whether they should play or not is Again, I'm pretty not much that, all you got, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah but you, your opinion every day doesn't have to be, well, it sucks again today. Let's yes. just forget it. And then tomorrow is, oh, no, did you see what happened now? UFC actually had a fights over the weekend. Oh, God, what are they doing? They're killing people. Maybe they should just shut everything down through 2021. That's what it yeah. seems like a lot of these people, because they're not, they're not changing every day. And, again, you don't have to change your opinion. But no matter what is put out every single day, it's always the same, oh, what are we thinking here? Mm-hmm. Boy, and trust me, that's not me over-exaggerating, Harry. You look at some of the people and what they're writing every single day. And, again, it's their right to do it, but it's also their job. And I'm not saying that they should be saying, let's go play. I want to write some columns. It's their job to say, let the people who run the businesses. You know, your newspaper businesses weren't being run too well. Mm-hmm. That's why half of them are going out of business. Half, more than half Don't tell people how to run their business when, sadly, you work for an organization, same thing with radio and television, where all the business, where the people who run our industries are having to get rid of people, too, because they don't know how to adapt during issues and during times of of trouble. And I don't even mean this coronavirus pandemic. I mean just everyday business, figuring out that people aren't buying newspapers anymore Mm -hmm. and then waking up one day and saying, gee, nobody's buying newspapers. we got to shut down. This thing came suddenly, and, and people are trying to deal with it. And if you just want to be a doomsayer every single yeah. day, and I get it, it's cool to be out there and saying, if you want to bring sports back, you want to kill, you want to kill the babies. Yeah. You want people to die, Harry. I know. What's wrong with you? You're so selfish. I can't believe you even go out on the golf course. Because <laughs> who knows, maybe the, maybe when you touch the ball marker, maybe when oh, you yeah. touch the stick, accidentally you left some coronavirus right. on there. I didn't even touch the flag stick today. Did you hit the, the – did you, did you – did you bounce one off yet? Have you no, bounced no. one out of the hole yet? No, because the the the, uh, the insert is lower now. They 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 made them shorter, so the ball actually can fall in to the hole. But then you don't even have to touch the the stick. You just go in and grab the ball. It's very safe. You leave the glove on though when you putt. Actually, today I wore two gloves because I had my winter gloves. It was that cold, Tony. Did you yell out at one particular time after that ball stung when you hit that ball and you hit it a little too? Uh, Pissed off. No, Did no. You yell out at I all didn't, I didn't hit any off the neck today. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know who's going to join us next? The great Sean Salisbury from Houston. Hello. We'll talk football. We'll talk everything that matters. It's Tony and Harry, Miss Robin, Sean Salisbury. Next. Hand washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh industrial grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. And it's manufactured right here in the U.S. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands and protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. All of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code BRUNO for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com. That's forcefieldproducts.com discount code BRUNO. Forcefieldproducts.com discount code BRUNO. 
If you've missed a minute of sports from the sidelines on MLB Network Radio, catch every episode on demand with the SiriusXM app. It's athletes and executives talking to athletes and executives. Hear former All-Stars Dale Murphy, Don Mattingly, Tim Raines, and Steve Sachs break down baseball in the 80s. Trevor Bauer, Matthew Boyd, and Tyler Glasnow talk pitching in 2020. The Rockies broadcaster Jenny Kavnar leading a roundtable discussion with the most influential women in baseball. Don't miss sports from the sidelines, available now on the SiriusXM app. Search sidelines. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products. Manufactured right here in the U.S. We offer super portable one ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super sized pump bottles for home and office. And protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code radio for 10% off today. Forcefield.com discount code radio. The skills you develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you a head start on your career. Gain practical experience with technology and equipment that will give you a leg up in the civilian world. Learn critical leadership skills and to be part of a team. Serve your community and your country part-time while earning money for an education. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn about the paid training and career opportunities available to you in the Army National Guard. The Tony Bruno Show. Tony Bruno and Harry Mays on Sirius XM Channel 211. I might be the only sports host who was hired during the no sports lockdown, which clearly means I'm an essential service. Join me Monday through Friday where we help you escape the monotony and bring a little levity and entertainment into your lives. Great interviews, lots of laughs. We will bring you everything you need and want to know. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. Overcoming great challenges like COVID-19 requires great cooperation. This is Dan Hilferty, CEO of Independence Blue Cross. Most of us never imagined we'd be facing an outbreak of this magnitude. But in the face of this challenge, hospitals, public officials, and business leaders have come together. Through effective cooperation, these leaders are taking steps to keep us safe. Slowing the rate of infection from the virus will help hospitals care for those who need attention most. Remember... Stay home. Leave only for essential needs. Stay informed from sources like the CDC or Department of Health. Take a break from watching the news. Stay well. Exercise and practice self-care to make sure you're physically and mentally fit. In our great region, we have a tradition of caring for each other and cooperating to get things done. We'll do it again now. For more, visit ibx.com COVID-19. Together, we will beat COVID-19. Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape, the same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code RADIO. Listen to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Football. It's in the air. 
It's not if you listen to some people like Herm Edwards, our good buddy Herm Edwards was talking about this earlier, Harry. About if you can't have students back on campus. You can't have college football. You can't have college football. Hello. And a man who knows Herman Edwards and knows pretty much every coach and every player in the National Football League will be joining us here in a second, the great Sean Salisbury. And we'll get to find out what's going on. At Sean Unfiltered on Twitter. Sean Unfiltered. Unfiltered. See, we need it to be filtered at least three or four times. I like six times. Six times. We're talking vodka. Six times filtration. On radio and television, you could be unfiltered. But let's go to Herm Edwards before we get the Sean on here. And let's hear what he had to say because a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people saying, SEC especially, Harry, mm-hmm. SEC people saying, hey, man, let's get the football going. Right, yeah. Alabama, let's get down there and get some boys down there. Let's go down there, LSU. And Georgia, let's get between the hedges again. And then there's other coaches who say, no, 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 no. And one of those guys is Herm Edwards at ASU. The last time I checked, this football game, this football thing, it's not a social distancing sport by any stretch of the imagination. And with that being said, if there's no students on campus, you're sending a signal that you feel it's not quite safe for them to return to campus. Well, if that's the case, why is it safe for the players to play football? Then? Hello? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. it sounds like that's all that, that answer. At the very beginning, mm-hmm. it, it was waiting for a hello, you play to win the game. Now, this, this football thing now, it's not a social distancing no, sport No, now. it's not. Let's go to a man who socially distances and who follows the game, played the game, talks about the game, teaches the game. The great Sean Salisbury down there in Houston. Hello. How are you, man? What? I'm doing great. Good to be on with you guys who also went and got a haircut. No! Had a margarita and a a burrito. uh, Got a pedicure and played golf this past week. So there you go. Oh, wait a minute. I got to give you you one of these. Somewhat social distancing with a mask on except the golf course and my restaurant. Wait a minute. I got to give you one of these now on behalf of all the sports writers and people out there who know better and are telling people like you who are going to go out there and kill other people in Houston, Texas. i got to say this. Shame. 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 Okay. All right. Yeah, it's shame shame on me, but if the pedicure place is open and I don't want wolf toes, so they're scratching on the floor when I walk, and I walk in, they take your temperature, they put a mask on you, and the people there that are a small business trying to actually – uh, stay essential, uh, yeah. uh, according to, you know, but far be it for us to decide. I mean, hell, man, you're not essential, but you are, right? So, yes, I did. Shame on me for actually social distancing, having common sense, and being respectful, but God forbid supporting opening a business because, you know what? Uh, it's disrespectful to somebody 4,000 miles away when I'm walking down the street that I didn't have a mask on. I live by all the rules, but I'll be damned. If a restaurant's not open, I'm not going to go support it with social distancing. You want to? You want to get that dinger again for me? No, let me give you one of these right now. (laughs) We are standing as one. Uh, I'm sick and tired of uh, people telling us that we don't have a right to think that we can't sit around for 18 more months until we get a vaccine that no one knows if it will even happen in 18 months. That's my problem with it. Hey, Tony, listen now. Uh, here's what I don't get. Listen, I'm all, I got an 81-year-old mother and a sister who runs a grocery store in Las Vegas on the front line. So I, 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 they live it. Am I, and, and I shouldn't even have to qualify this, 
and I hate when people do, and I'm going to qualify it anyway, that we have to say, of course we care about people's safety. Of course I don't want anybody sick or dying. Of course all that. But I can, of course, want to go out and eat and still try to be respectful and safe. You know, I can, I can fly on a plane and wear a mask and not sneeze on somebody and be respectful of their distance, too. I can actually go to a restaurant, sit at a table outside on a patio, three tables away from somebody else, and eat my chicken enchilada and support a local without putting somebody in danger. So, you know what? It, the, the, the extremes are out of hand both ways. Yep. Where somebody says, well, go ahead and sneeze. And I understand all this. So I, I get it. And I'm all about it. I don't want my 81-year-old mother to get sick. I sure as hell don't want that to happen. But I can tell you this. I'll be damned if you're going to fear-monger me into not knowing and thinking that if I go on a golf course and I'm by myself playing in a golf cart, that I should feel guilty because somebody else decided they weren't feeling well and wanted to stay home, which they should, mm-hmm. and I would respect that. So, you know what, I, you know, I know we're going to talk sports and have fun, but damn, it's okay to want people safe and also to want to go out and support people who were mental health, financially dying as well. So we can do both and be – it only takes some common sense and some respect for others and, and you know what? The same guy who wants to rip you for going and getting something to eat is the guy who won't wash his hands when he grabs his pecker at a baseball game in the bathroom and walks straight outside and go eat a hot dog. Screw him. <laughs> You're okay? absolutely Let's give right. Another Let me round give of you applause. Oh, man, I got to tell I'm you. Tell you. You're on a roll, baby. That deserves a standing ovation. <laughs> now I'm done. I mean, it's great to be I mean, with you guys. <laughs> well, where, where did you end up playing golf? Champions or the Golf Club of Houston? Golf Club of Houston. I, I played out there at the tournament course. I'm actually a member there because, as you guys know, the game, uh, I, I do their endorsements on my show. So I get to play out there, and I was out there playing, and I take a lesson because it's been a while, but I had knee replacement back in the fall. And so a guy named Mike McGetrick, who's a great teacher, getting my swing back so I can draw the ball because I was all over the place. I saw the whole course. but So, yeah, Golf Club of Houston, which, is, which was awesome and in great shape and a great place. So when I get Harry Mason, you'll get me out there? Anytime you guys come here, or I come, first of all, you know I love where you guys live and the great fans in that part of the country, respect and how passionate they are. You guys come here. It's my treat. We'll... If social distancing is over, then we won't social distance. If it is, if it isn't over, then Tony will just we'll put something between the cart and we'll all three ride in diff carts and we'll go out and play. And it's my treat. Yes, I Damn got right. you. Now cool. listen, I've hung with every time I go to Houston, I make sure I hang with yeah. Sean. You know what I mean? Because he's there one of my go. favorite people. Right. But no, no Harry, no, Harry, Harry, my partner here, he has a thing. Every time we have a guest on and he knows where they live near a nice track, he just automatically assumes and then he hears golf. And then he's like, I ask people if they're following me on Twitter. Harry asks if he can get, if you could, that person can get them on one of the great local tracks. Well, Harry, you follow me on Twitter at Sean and Phil, and I'll follow you back. And I got you, I got you. When we go out there, you're on. And guess what? I like I always like to say, if it's free, it's me. Give me three. I'm in, brother. Let's go. Beautiful. Now, Sean, I was mentioning before you came on that you do your show there in, in Houston in the mornings, and then in the yep. afternoon. You're, you're, so you usually work with quarterbacks one-on-one, but now you're doing virtual quarterback mentoring, right? I'm doing both. Well, you know what, Tony, 
I do sessions with them. I'm actually going to start something like virtual training, so mechanics, the reminders for them. But right now, because of this, I'm actually on the field about six days a week training. Around the country, I probably train between 50 and 60 guys, but I just trained a a quarterback and seven receivers on the field yesterday, so we didn't have to virtual because we got a little bit more open in Texas, and we got fields to work on, so you can social distance and run routes. And remember, these kids didn't have spring practice. You know, none of these kids. So right now, I'm basically, and I don't just mean me, but people who are doing this with their kids or the kids they train, this is their spring practice. They'll have virtual sessions with their high school or college coaches or whoever it is. But, you know, I'm still grinding on the mechanics. So, yeah, I spend most of my afternoons during the summer, fall, winter. When they want to grind, I had a session at a kid's house where we did a – a chalkboard whiteboard session and talked about coverages he's an eighth grader that's about to go into high school so i got all to run the gamut from five-star guys to a guy who's never played the position before but is improving so and i love those guys too because they make me i love to see the light switch in their eyes get big when they've when they've mastered a part of the you know understanding a certain part of the drop or when they understand what cover two means so i'm actually doing a little bit virtual i'm training them on the field we're doing classroom sessions because while I love what we do, and we're blessed to get paid to do what we do, my biggest passion is is coaching these kids and and getting texts on Friday night from about six o'clock till West Coast eleven o'clock at night, telling me how they did on their Friday night. It means a lot to me. If you were the Bengals' GM, would you have also taken Burrow uh, over Tua? Yeah, I would have. And and now listen, I also. I'm, I wasn't one of those guys that was the, oh, my gosh, the fear of Tua's hip. When a doctor who's an expert says his hip is pristine, I, I believe that guy. Just like if the guy who did my knee replacement says, Sean, after we go in and look back at it, the knee is healed and ready to go. You can go play basketball again. I'll trust him. And so I, try, I, I trust Tua's doctor now, and I know he's going to grind on, the, on the, what I call the lonely work when nobody's around working on it. Now, this year's going to be different because they don't have the ability to be around their players and their coaches and teammates during OTAs. They're going to have to do things different, but I would have taken Burrow. I, I like them both. I do. Um, matter of fact, I, there's things I love about both of them. Two is so – the way he layers throws and everything he does, he just he, he feels the part. And then there's Burrow who, you know, gets kicked in the teeth, has to transfer, struggles in the – he has a great feet. I mean, a, a, a tough – a kind of an average, what we'd call it, you know, two years ago when he got there, gets a new coach, changes his game, goes out and has the best season we've ever seen, starts the national championship game, struggles in the first quarter, pulls his way out of it. I love his swagger, his accuracy. You can't coach accuracy, guys. No. I, can ch- I can change it a little bit, but you either got it or you don't. I think they both have in different ways tremendous football moxie, but you would have had to give up a lot for me to consider trading Joe Burrow for something else. But I will tell you this, Harry, and I do believe this. Had Burrow, I mean, had Tua have never been through the injury, the ankles, or any injury history, it wouldn't have been the Tua-Herbert conversation. We would have had the Tua-Burrow. That would have been the more heated who would have been taken first. But they made the right choice, and so did Miami. The great Sean Salisbury, Sean Unfiltered down there in Houston. Hello. All right, Sean, now down there in Houston, you know, you got situations with the baseball team that had spring training and was hearing garbage cans, and then that shut down. And then you got the yep. football team where the fans have to still be a little uh, irked at the coach 
down there. So what's the bigger topic right now? What, what's the one that concerns you the most? Because baseball's trying to get something, but they got the players' negotiations going on. And then you got, uh, then you got uh, you know, football, where business is still occurring, but as far as playing games and OTAs and training camp, that's still a long way away. Yeah, that's a great question, Tony. I'll tell you this. If I lined up, now he made two early good draft picks, but let's just say after the DeAndre Hopkins trade, mm. or even or after the Kansas City Chiefs' 24 to nothing lead that they blew, if I would have lined up Jeff Luno, A.J. Hinch, and Bill O'Brien in the same line and say, choose in order which one you want to keep, and the last one you choose has to leave, they would have gone, Hinch stays, Luno second, Bill O'Brien third. That's the way the city feels about Bill now. Bill's a smart guy. He's a good football coach. The problem is I have yet to talk to an NFL uh, former head coach, current front office guy, or former front office guy that believes you can be great at GM and coach unless your name's Belichick, Mm -hmm. and he's sustained it over a long period of time. Bill, the problem is Bill knows he's got power, and he uses it to his advantage, and quite frankly it becomes the disadvantage of a team because – He's used it wrong, but I will tell you, his first two picks, which meant number 40 and 90 in this draft, the defensive tackle and the, the end from Florida Grenard and the pass rusher, and then Blacklock from Texas Christian, both really good picks. But Bill doesn't really like to play rookies much. He wants to play veterans. He tried to do that to Watson until halftime, and they said, well, Watson's better than the quarterback they got, so let's put him in at halftime, and the rest is history. So he is probably the most despised, and I, it's unfortunate, because of both, and the fans here in this town don't trust him. Hmm. So the topic of conversation is, it's starting to creep to Astros, but it's still more Texans post-draft. Is Bill O'Brien, what happens if they go 8-8? Eight and eight? Is O'Brien safe? Or what if they go 12-4? and four? But the saving grace for it all is that every time, like Philly with Wentz, Aaron Rodgers, Russ Wilson, Pat Mahomes, there's about seven or eight of them in the league, that regardless of the rest of the team around you, any time you take the field, you got a chance to win. It's like when I played at SC my freshman year and I walked on the field, Marcus Allen, that year he won the Heisman. Every time we walked out of the tunnel, I knew that because of him and Bruce Matthews, and that we had a chance to win, that no matter what you did early, we still had a chance to win. And Watson gives this town hope, and they may never have a guy like him again. He's that good, but the people are still frustrated with the Hopkins trade, and they get, you know, it's, it's that. Uh, the, the history of what Bill O'Brien's done since he's been here, even though he's won four division titles. So it, while it is a football state, in truth, if both teams are going great, they like the Astros more here. They're still – people still, you know, talk about the Astros. And, and the truth is, unfortunately, because of this pandemic, and I'm not saying it's a good thing, but for the Astros and the abuse they would have taken on the road, this is – that, that's kind of – we don't talk about it anymore. Hmm. Heck, we're not going to talk much about the Red Sox stuff at all, the Astros. So while they don't have to take that abuse, I'm sure they'd give – they would take the abuse to get rid of the pandemic and get everybody alive and healthy again. But the Astros, this is a huge Astros town, even though it's a football state. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, talking with Sean Salisbury down there in Houston, talking about the local scene and, of course, all the national stuff going on. But, Sean, you mentioned – the situation with the, with the Astros. Yeah, when people who haven't been to Houston, and I've been there a million times, Harry's been there, yep. it, people think, well, it's got to be f- college football, pro football. I mean, it's Texas, football, high school, every level. Football is king in the state of Texas, is it not? It is, but you'd be surprised. I mean, it's, you know, you go to College Station and A&M on a SEC Saturday, hmm. 
Like, it'll, there'll be 100,000 people, and you'll be tailgating from 6 in the morning. You, you, you know that. Um, but the truth of the matter is, is it, 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 it's odd. It's a great high school football town. Don't ever get married on a Friday night in Texas, Houston, Dallas, Austin, because nobody, nobody's showing up to your wedding because they're going to watch Katie High School play, you know, uh, to some other high school in town to, to play each other. So you're not, don't do that and don't throw a party on a Friday night. But yet high school football on a Friday is bigger than local Houston Saturdays. Now here's why. It's such a – so many a diverse town where so many people, because of the gas and oil industry, move here. You got a A&M fan, a Texas fan, a TCU fan, an Alabama fan, an LSU fan, a Tennessee fan. So it's not like moving to Norman, Oklahoma, where you either love Oklahoma football or you're a clown show. So it's not on a Saturday. I can go into a bar at 11 o'clock on a noon start and get to watching game day, and there'll be eight people in there. Now, when Clemson comes at a Clemson bar, it'll start to get packed. See what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it is, it's really weird. It's a weird dynamic, and I think – Huge town, a lot of people, but so many people root for so many different. If you don't go to that team's bar, we rarely, on a, on, a, on a Monday, unless it's a big story like LSU, which was huge because it's close and it's the neighboring state, is Louisiana, is rarely on a Monday will college football even get mentioned unless it's as we start to roll towards it. I mean, it gets mentioned a little, oh, yeah, University of Houston won, and, man, did you see the great game Kyler Murray had at Oklahoma? Boy, look what Joe Burrow's doing. But that it's weird. If you were in the South or in Tennessee or in, in, in Oklahoma, it, it, you wouldn't talk. NFL would come second. But college football, weirdly enough, is not a dominating topic of conversation on a Monday morning after a big football weekend. That's interesting. Hey, what did you think of Jalen Hurts going to the Eagles in the second round? Uh, I, this may not be popular in Philadelphia, and I'm a Wentz fan. I'm all for making your team better. I, I, and I, and I never, I'm not worried about my starting quarterback's feelings. It's just like Dak Prescott in, in, in Dallas. I, I'm not worried if I'm Dak that they brought a nine-year veteran, Andy Dalton, there. If you don't like competition, then how can I trust you with a minute and 54 to go in a game? Are you going to wuss out on me because you're afraid? And I don't think Wentz or Prescott have that gene in them. I think they, they'll relish the competition. We've seen it. But I, I tell you, guys, I, when I watched Jalen Hurts play, his freshman year, I'll never forget when I saw him against USC when they beat us like a drum at Jerry's house when he was a freshman. I walked out of that building and told my Trojan alumni buddies that I played with at college, I said, that's the most poised football player in America. He was a freshman. And I still to this day believe in the years that I've been watching, I didn't say he's the best, he is the most poised player. He's been benched, he's come off the bench, he started and got him there, and his first snap in that game, he laid it on the ground and fumbled. And I thought, oh my gosh, what's Saban going to do? Rides the course, then he loses his job. Then people want to know, can he throw? Well, he transfers, after he loses the job, boom. Lincoln Riley takes care of his business. I said all along for the last month and a half, and not a pat on the back, but I said, he's going in the second round. If he gets to the third round, people are going to feel like they missed out. Now, going to Philly, people say, why? We needed others. Yeah, well, you got a receiver, a couple of them, and then you got Wentz. But why wouldn't I want to strengthen my team? He's not going to be Taysom Hill, guys. He's a quarterback, and he is a winner. And if all of a sudden Carson gets hurt for two games, I, I, Bill Belichick does it every year, except this year. He goes and gets assets at that position. Even though he's got Brady, he gets Garoppolo. Even though he's got Garoppolo, he got Brissett. Even though he's got Brissett, he goes and gets somebody else. So why not, if you're Philadelphia, get this guy ready, have a couple packages for him, and if you lose uh, wins for a game or two, that's the difference in winning the division 
or not making the playoffs. And I'm telling you, you're going to fall in love with him. He's a strong kid. He throws it better than you think. There's this stigma, oh, he went to Oklahoma. He's not Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield. No, he's actually not. But he's as big and strong as they are. He's a late bloomer throwing it, and he is a coach's son, great football IQ. I think the city of Philadelphia is going to fall in love with him. I would have done the same thing. Mm. I love the pick, and I think Jalen Hurts, I know that they said some people take need over this, and look at the guy who's coaching him. I trust Doug Peterson's packages and what they're looking for. And you know what? If it heightens Carson Wentz's game again, who I love, good. So let's have two guys compete. There ain't nothing wrong with it. Philadelphia is going to be in the run. This is going to be a fun division to watch with them and the Cowboys this year. You and I are on the same wavelength. I may have been the only guy in Philadelphia media who had no problem with the pick, and I see the vision, and I see it as a great yes, selection. Right. Yes, it's one of those. You've got to see the forest through the trees. In this one. Of course, is it, it's like and people ask me, well, what was the worst pick? Jalen Hurts in the second round of Philly when they needed other things for Jordan Love to Green Bay. Of course it's Jordan Love. Not that he's not going to be a great player, but I'll see in 2025. He's not going to see the field for four years. So you got to wait. Heck, his rookie contract will damn near be up unless Aaron leaves after two years or quits. But he's not playing. At least here, he's got an insurance policy. You can grow him. There's different packages. He's a better thrower than people think. I'm with you, Tony. I, I think the people that didn't like the pick, He's going to be one of those guys that you're going to fall. His teammates are going to love him just like they do Carson. He is going to be a locker room favorite and a guy you'll trust soon because he just, he's going to look like he's not even moving and it's going to get done because he's so smooth. I'm, I'm a huge fan of the way he handles his business. I love this pick for Philly. You and I, just, that's why we are great football minds, and that's why we're doing major, major uh, radio broadcasting <laughs> all over the world. <laughs> there you go, brother. Beautiful, man. There you go. Hey, hey, Sean, always great to talk to you, man. Stay safe down there. Enjoy life, because you only get one, not just a mile, but you only get one life, too. I'm with you. Be safe, respect, do all the things we got to do, a little common sense. Harry, great to talk to you. Golf soon. Thanks, Tony, Sean. I love you, brother, and I'm here for you anytime. You guys be good. Appreciate you having me on. Thanks, there Sean. Is. Always great to talk to you. There he is, the great Sean Salisbury. He's got energy, man. Yes, he does. He brings the alacrity, the intensity, everything that you need <laughs> to be great at what he does. That's why I love that man, as much as a man can love another man. I thought he got a pedicure, went golfing, restaurant. That is a man who's very secure with his masculinity. Damn right. Well, either that or he's got a dull toenail clipper. <laughs> you know? oh, I, can't, yeah. I can't even reach my toenails. No. I need to stretch a little bit more. <laughs> uh, we're coming back. Open lines, 215-462-TONY. You call, we talk. we got a couple of other stories, including a Miss, Wa- a Miss Robin update that you are going to absolutely love. So stick around for that. Motivation. Hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into Go Sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a Go Sleeve and experience what top performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. 
Visit GhostSleeves.com and use discount code BRUNO for 20% off. GhostSleeves.com, discount code BRUNO. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code BRUNO. GhostSleeves.com, discount code BRUNO. Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. I like Frank Gore. I don't look at this and go, yes, yeah, we got Frank Gore. He's 37. We got Le'Veon Bell. Like, Le'Veon Bell, is is he ever going to be what he once was with Pittsburgh? Probably not with the Jets. And the Jets aren't going to be winning more than, what, six or seven games at the most this year? Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. What would you do with an extra $284,783 in retirement? That's how much a local retiree could save in taxes with their IRA and 401k. Thanks to the defensive tax planning strategies from Thrive Financial Services in Philly, who's been featured in the Wall Street Journal. Learn how much money you could save with a free retirement tax analysis. This free analysis can be done over the phone, or video conference. If you've saved more than $250,000, be one of the first 10 callers to schedule your free analysis now at 215-987-2450. Hey, an extra $280,000 could go a long way in retirement. Call 215-987-2450. 215-987-2450. Examples are for illustration purposes only. Results may vary. It doesn't matter what kind of weather. It doesn't matter what time of day or night. When Mother Nature's done her worst, the only thing that matters to us is keeping the lights on for you. The hardworking men and women of the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, dedicated to keeping the power on in communities across the country. Because when bad weather strikes, we know what matters most. The IBEW, the power professionals. This, I love it, is the Rich Eisen Show. Brett Favre here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Green Bay's not going anywhere without Aaron Rodgers in the next few years. I think they burned a bridge that it's going to be hard to uh, overcome. So I guess my last one for you, Brett, and it's uh, it's a difficult question, but I'm going to ask it yourself. I think he'll play somewhere else. You think he will not end his career as a Green Bay Packer just like you? My gut tells me no. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Weekdays at noon Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products. Manufactured right here in the U.S. We offer super portable one ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super sized pump bottles for home and office. And protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code radio for 10% off today. Forcefield.com discount code radio. Listen to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the Sirius XM app. Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code RADIO. 
The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Tony and Harry, I wouldn't say shucking and jiving because that's not what we really do here. We're spitting facts, game, knowledge, opinions. And you don't even have to, uh, have to agree with our opinions. As Bruce Murray said, chit-chat and nonsense. Exactly. But there's always a little fun in the mix. Right? you got to put a little couple spoonfuls mm-hmm. of fun in there to make the medicine go down in the most what way, Robin? Uh, in the most delightful way. Thank you, Mary Poppins. Speaking of Mary Poppins, Miss <laughs> Robin has a. Uh, now we have a couple of stories. You mean Mary Poopins? Mary Poopins. Yeah, there you go. There Harry. you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> now we have a couple of stories here as we wind down on a Tuesday, a Tito's Tuesday. Although we are having tacos again tonight. You're having tacos mm-hmm. tonight. Yeah. They're I can't a have that. favorite. Yeah, we, we can't have we, we well we can't have well, tacos. you can't have the shell. You, you got to use lettuce. lettuce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, that's why we buy a lot of romaine. Right. And you use the romaine leaves and you make yourself it a works. nice taco. It's fine. Exactly. Meanwhile, so we got a couple of choices. We have uh, Brian Adams. I mentioned earlier he's now a vegan, but he's ripping the Chinese virus for screwing up his concert at the Royal Albert Hall in London. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it and, didn't. Well, the way he said it, how he said it. It didn't look really good. It's like no. it's it's just like you said. It's another rich person complaining about the fact that he can't make even more money. Mm. Yeah, but we, you know you know you don't really know how he's doing. Yeah. You know maybe he's got four divorces that he's paying for. You know who knows? It just comes across wrong. Well, yeah. You know. Everything comes. Everything across does. Wrong I mean, yeah. it's one of those things where that sound effect that you have of Christian Bale really really works. Which one, like? This one. Oh, good for you. Exactly. Exactly. Love that. Meanwhile, let's get it back to the stories that matter. And let's keep it local. I know we've been talking about California a lot, obviously. We've talked about Florida, all the other states. But let's keep it to New Jersey here. Well, Our somehow or another, sim- I have a feeling that this is kind of across the nation. I just have a sneaky suspicion. You think so? Yeah. Yes. I have a sneaky well, suspicion. Well, I mean, it really originated... In San Francisco. Yeah. You know, and well, now it's it's basically spreading like a virus across the country. Well, honestly, I think San Franciscans would probably, they would wish that it were this way. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, let's go to our poop, there it is desk <laughs> with your correspondent, a woman who use, who doesn't use a lot of toilet paper anymore because of the two bidets. Thank God for bidets. <laughs> Miss Robin with your poop, New Jersey. New Jersey and you poopic together. Go to the desk, Robin. Come on. Dateline state and county parks across New Jersey. So the governor finally opened up and allowed people to go into public parks. However. On May 2nd. Yes. However, the public restrooms have still stayed under lockdown. So this created a problem. And by the way, those public restrooms in those public parks are usually like toxic waste dumps after anyway, a good weekend. They're oh, pretty absolutely. nasty. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. very nasty. Yeah. But they're like a porta john outside the link after an Eagles like oh, night game. Except God. these are buildings inside. Right, right, right. right. And and well, we won't go on yeah, into yeah. how disgusting they are. Everybody can people get margin, the idea. People get the yeah. idea. Well, this created a problem for people that were enjoying themselves out in the park, and rather than go behind a bush. 
what they were doing, are doing, is they are somehow urinating, and this is the part I don't understand, defecating into plastic bottles and then leaving the plastic bottles all over the park. No, well, at least they're not turning it over and throwing it into the streams and lakes and rivers. No, I don't think they're defecating going number two in the bottles. There's I no think way that's that can just not one. physiologically possible. That's yeah. what I, I was really trying to figure this out. Yeah. But they are. It says no. here that there are... Bottles, plastic bottles filled with urine and feces. Yeah. What what kind of bottle? How, how big uh, of a yeah. bottle how, is that? How do you possibly do that? Well, I mean, maybe one of those Gatorade bottles that kind of have a wide but mouth. But even yeah, then, that's some enough. talent. That's, that's talent. This is disgusting. It is disgusting. <laughs> I mean, can't you control yourself? Okay, I know you're going to go outside and you want to drink 87 beers and you're going to pee all over the place. All right, I get it. And but you you don't have control of the other yeah. uh, situation. But like when you're in a golf course. You're right, right. You go pee against a tree where nobody, or in a bush somewhere. Right, right, and there's less trees at my place, so you really got to pick right. and choose But that's not going to kill but anything. But urinating no. on outdoor stuff, nature, is actually not a bad thing. Right. I mean, the animals, animals the, do deer, it all. the deer exactly. does it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the defecation... I would hope that you could hold it. But leaving it in a plastic bottle that is not going to disintegrate is just disgusting. Well, it's disgusting anyway. At least with the plastic bottle, I won't step on it. I'll step yeah. on the bottle. But either way, I mean, do you have just go home? No, but you got to go number two. But, go but home. Now, now look at well, the other side. Well, look at the other side of this now, because there's two sides to every story. There's another side to this. There's well, another side. At least. They're peeing in a bottle or pooping in a bottle, and instead of leaving it on the grass where somebody could step in it, just some sucker has to come up and pick it up and then take it away because they can't do that. Well, they're not putting it in the trash cans, no. apparently. The, no, the, the they're just bottles leaving are laying it. There. They're laying all over the place. And here's a, like, obviously, you were holding the bottle when you were peeing in yep. it. You were holding it. Right. However, when you were doing the other thing, so your hand is already touching it. Yes. Can't you just take it with you and throw it away somewhere? People can't even take their gloves from a parking lot at a Home Depot or a Lowe's. And then as they get to the car to take their stuff out and put it in the car, what do they do with those gloves? They no, don't throw them. it in the back seat of the car on the floor. Right. And then take, go home and take it out. They throw it right on the streets, and they're doing this all over the world. It's Not gross. just New Jersey. Listen, a lot of strappers in New Jersey. There's yeah. no doubt about no that. No doubt. Now, uh, police superintendent Colonel Pat Callahan said our park police, our counties, our state police will be on the watch for this. We understand that the restrooms are closed, but people should plan accordingly and should not be urinating in bottles and leaving them behind because that could lead to ta us taking another approach going forward. And the governor echoed this. He says, you're not going to get a warning. If we catch you leaving something like this behind, you will die folks, right there. Can I just say? Please don't do I'm that. sorry. That is just BS because we already know elsewhere in the country where people are defecating and urinating all over everywhere, right yeah. there, out on the street. They don't get nothing The public happens. officials don't do nothing. Not Harry they, Callahan. They you know, if Harry Callahan if Harry Callahan were the police chief there, you know what he'd say? This is a 350. What is it? No, this is a 44 Magnum, the most powerful handgun. And if used <laughs> properly, will blow your head clean, clean off. off. Yeah. I think I think what we need to do in this particular case is public shaming. Yeah. Like if you see it happening, shame them. Make say something. Don't just ignore it. If you see it shame. happening, see what what are you gonna shame. do? Take a video of it? I don't People know. People video stuff all the yeah. time. They just stand there and watch stuff go on and just videotape it. 
I don't know. It's just nasty. Nasty, well, nasty. Yeah, those are the same people who want everybody to stay home. Right. Then they go out and I don't even know how to use public facilities. It's a disgrace. Nice job, New Jersey. Poop. There it is. Now, did you like this version by Tag Team? Or did you like the other one by 95 Poop. South? There it is. You know, there were two Poop. versions. There no, there I like the Tag Team version. This one right yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. Well, I believe one is Whoop and one is Woot. Oh, There's really? a slight difference. Is that yeah. right? Absolutely right. That is Hump. There it is. W H O O M P by a tag team. So in and then ninety five South. Oh, it's Woot. Woot. Okay. So for our purposes, because we're trying to make it into poop, there mm-hmm. it is. We need the P ending one so that it sounds better. No, you can use either one. I think both apply here. In fact, let me find the uh, the ninety five South. So, oh, and everybody, happy National Limerick Day. That's right. Not the Limerick nuclear power plant, which we drove by the right. other day, heading up to Western Pennsylvania, Central Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Do you have Do you have a favorite Limerick? There once was a man from Nantucket. <laughs> that one, you know that one, huh? Yeah, I do. Robin, you have a favorite Limerick? That's about the I only don't, one I, I mean, know. I think that that's about the only one that any. I mean, it used to be Limericks used to be like normal thing back in the day. You know, well, I'm talking like the 17 and 1800s. But uh, I think that that one that you just mentioned is probably the one that most people know now. Uh, but for those of you who do not know what a limerick is. Why does that sound so distorted? Yeah, it does. Um, let me see. Uh, let me. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. You yes. know who used a lot of limericks? Well, yeah, the Dice Man. The, the Dice, Dice Man, Man had the best limericks of them oh. all. <laughs> Mother Goose. Oh, I, think, no, no. I think he dropped the mic on limericks. Okay, it's over. <laughs> oh, here we go. This is, is the explicit it? version, though. I don't want people to hear bad words. Yeah. Oh, here's one. Here's one so that I, I will do a full limerick for you all who do not know what a limerick is. There once was a man named O'Doul who found red spots dotting his tool. His doctor, a cynic, ran him out of the clinic crying, wipe off that lipstick, you fool. Oh, Robin, really? That is a limerick. Oh, God. Without using any bad words. How about the, uh, I think the man from Nantucket one <laughs> is probably safer for radio purposes. Hickory better. dickory. <laughs> 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 that one yeah. would not be safe. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what the hell happened. Jack and Jill went up the hill. Jack and Jill. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, now people are saying Jill came sorry. down with two fifty. So, oh! Robin, <laughs> people it, are asking. That for was it. not. That is not one that I made up. It is part of the site where everybody is celebrating National Limerick Day. Both with a dollar and a quarter. That's Jill the came end down it. with two fifty. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I believe that was a joke that got him banned for life from MTV. Is exactly it really? right? Yeah. Uh, he was the greatest. We should get him on. We got to get the Dice All Man right. on. Okay. We want to thank everybody. Troy Aikman, how great was he today? Fantastic. John Salisbury. Great. And Adnan Burke. Really good. Awesome stuff. National Dice Clay Day, everybody. <laughs> Another great show coming up tomorrow. Who do we have, Robin? Tomorrow we have 
Chris Terrian and Chris Burns. Two Chris's. Oh, it's a crisscross yeah. brought up Wednesday. And I'm working on some others. Be careful out there. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. And God bless America. It's still the greatest country on earth. And if you want to stay inside, you stay the hell inside. Good night, everybody. Motivation. Hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into Go Sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a Go Sleeve and experience what top performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit GoSleeves.com and use discount code BRUNO for 20% off. GoSleeves.com, discount code BRUNO. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code BRUNO. GoSleeves.com, discount code BRUNO. Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Maybe the question is, and this is a little little tongue-in-cheek, whose career is in better shape right now, Cam Newton's or Andy Dalton? Cam wants to start. Right, he may be unemployed in August. Yes. By choice and not by choice. Well, he may say, look, I'm not going unless I can start. A team's going to go, well, we're not bringing you in unless you want to be a backup. I think Cam's just going to wait for somebody to get injured. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Motivation. Hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into Go Sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a Go Sleeve and experience what top performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit GoSleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. GoSleeves.com, discount code RADIO. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code RADIO. GoSleeves.com, discount code RADIO. Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Maybe the question is, and this is a little little tongue-in-cheek, whose career is in better shape right now, Cam Newton's or Andy Dalton? Cam wants to start. Right, he may be unemployed in August. Yes. By choice and not by choice. Well, he may say, look, I'm not going unless I can start. A team's going to go, well, we're not bringing you in unless you want to be a backup. I think Cam's just going to wait for somebody to get injured. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Anyone there at SP? Okay, all right. Uh, when do you want to start recording this stuff?
All right. Uh, sounded good last night, man. Uh, it was a good job, man. Quick. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I didn't listen to the whole show, but we were listening. We listened to it. It probably the clean. first half hour, forty-five minutes, and then Joe Joe Cressy Joe listened, listened to the, the entire time, thing. It Did sounded you have fantastic. any big problems at all? We got to trust the process, man, as we say here in Philly. No, I hate the process. I hate it. All right, hang on. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pee real quick, and I'll be right back. Hours, mm-hmm. and then when you get up what yeah yes he did a nice job yeah he did a great job do you want to talk to him no 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 what